0: Now, folks, you are about
1: to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all
2: time.
1: Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. Bow down to your master. You
3: the You the Can you dig it?
5: It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, website therockskmod.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the App Store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash BMMS. Six nine. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good
6: morning, Corby. Good morning,
5: Cornflake. Good morning. And good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. Congratulations, Mel Austin of Took. Cool. Mel is possibly going to win tickets to every concert that KMOD is a part of, including those VIP Rock, Oklahoma tickets that are pretty, pretty, pretty <laughs> hard to come by. <laughs> Uh, we're doing the giveaway at Stillhouse Bar and Grill at 89th and Memorial on Thursday. I saw a comment on our Facebook. Someone said, hey, do you need to be present to win?
2: Yes. <laughs> what kind of
5: dumb question? Because we don't go, congratulations, Bill. <laughs> go home, everybody. No, <laughs> we don't do it that way. You got
6: to put in a little, little bit of effort to win CML 2016. You got to show up.
5: Y- yeah. <laughs> y- you got to show up. That's really it. And then just stand. <laughs> yeah. Maybe move your feet a little bit.
6: That's like the easiest way to win something awesome is just standing in your own shoes, just sitting there. Say, <laughs> <laughs> wow.
5: She was gonna say something else. Nope. Nope. Guys, to say shoes
6: for sure. Uh huh. Yeah.
5: And, and you just gotta stand there and go and point. <laughs> yeah. We'll take care of the rest. Yeah. But yes, you do have to be present to win for that. I oh, got listener to emails today. We're gonna give away tickets to Hop Jam, third annual Hop Jam Craft Beer Music Festival downtown at the Brady Arts District. is May twenty second. It is free, but if you want to enjoy some of those frothy beverages, <laughs> you gotta win some tickets. Starting something new with Flake, we like to call it Date the Flake. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's how I was waiting for the rim shot.
7: <laughs> oh, we can do that too.
5: <laughs> um, and we've got to tell the truth as well. Plus, severe weather's in the area, so we're gonna to talk to. Our friend, our partner in uh, weather, and that is Travis Meyer. So.
6: <laughs> Isn't the rim shot?
5: <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know she thinks one. dating you hilarious. Oh, yeah. That's because she's been there. <laughs> hey, now. No, no, no. We're just roommates. That's it. <laughs> we get these comments on Facebook sometimes, and we got one that I, I don't remember this conversation. So that's why I'm bringing it up, is maybe you guys can help me. It says, you guys joke about people coming out that they were victims of abuse. Wow, you suck.
2: <laughs> I remember oh that. That's God. the comment. And
5: I'm like, I don't know what this guy's talking about. So I said, he, I go, what are you talking about? And he goes, at 8.15 this morning, you were talking about someone who proposed on Twitter and brought up some guy's name, did not remember what his name was, and made light of it about was he on the Ellen show, kind of like, yeah, I was 11 and my uncle came in, that's not funny, you lost a listener. So I said to him, at 8.15, we were talking to a listener who had a car fall on him.
2: <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> and a lung transplant. You must have been listening to someone else. Sounds like we've already lost you.
6: Uh, I think that we were talking about Dax. Yeah. Shepard. And we weren't oh. making a joke. We were just yeah. stating okay. a
8: fact. Yeah, like we barely even touched on it. It was just like, hey, you know, like he was abused, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. And then we moved on.
6: It was like a not even you know, a full sentence. It was like a little millisentence. Just little and we didn't even make fun oh, of it. Okay. We were just stating a fact. Huh. So really this guy's the one being a jerk making fun of Dax. We weren't doing nothing. <laughs> You're the one that took it that way, bro.
5: I I don't even remember the conversation, but I doubt we just said Dax came. Well, in the news today, Dax came out, and then we left it at that. I highly doubt we did that. What had happened
7: (laughs) We was talking about Kristen Bell, right, for the Corbin doesn't know it all. right? And then I had said, yeah, her husband, because Cornflake's clue was she had proposed to him. And I said, yeah, he just it was in the news that he came out and said that he was molested as a kid. And you said, well, that's kind of weird. What was he on, Ellen? No, jokey, ha ha, making fun of the guy about it. You know, it was just a mild observation, and we didn't say anything mean, huh? No, I huh. don't. I didn't think anything you
5: know. of that was mean.
4: No, like, it's a allergy <laughs> thing.
5: What's your guys'
7: excuse?
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay, well then, all right then. Bye. He clearly <laughs> had
8: issue with it.
6: We didn't do nothing. <laughs> just saying, we didn't yeah. make fun of him. Like he, this guy's assuming that we were.
8: Of all the things we've made fun of on this show, just us. A 10-second company Competing a Dax Shepard coming out
5: of uh, getting abused on Ellen. Yeah, was the line, huh?
6: Right. And if that's what if that's what's going to push you over, then ugh. Good thing you're tapping out now because like
5: <laughs> <laughs> we've had. I mean, we had one last week where somebody said that we said something, and that's not what we said at all.
6: Oh, you just they hear what they want, I guess. Like I'm, I feel like in that situation, like you're. You're looking to be offended at something. We didn't even. It's not like we made some whole big bit out of it. It was like a sentence, and we just stated a fact. So you're just like hoping to get your feelings hurt. What
5: would be offensive when it comes to Dak Shepard?
6: Um, saying like in that situation.
5: I'm just asking you guys what would be offensive. You're saying we didn't do anything.
8: Well, what would have been bad? Like if we if we had said maybe like ha, he deserves it. Okay, <laughs> cornflake <laughs> molested yeah.
7: by your uncle. Yeah. yeah.
8: Yeah. What?
5: Yeah, Gimpy. <laughs> <laughs> what? See what are
6: you doing? I don't know. What? Uh, what I am I doing? What are you doing there? What am I doing? <laughs> I, I'm not. I, Go ahead. I don't think there's any reason to make fun of Dash I agree. Shepherd. He's just such a good dude. I agree. <laughs> or anyone clear, that's been abused. Right. He's been through a lot, and he's really a hero to me.
5: But you two <laughs> a-holes <laughs> clearly think it's okay to make fun of people that have been abused.
8: Congratulations, you're a dick. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that goes for you buddy i didn't say anything like that no uh-huh. listen i if i open a door that doesn't mean i'm inviting you in i oh, have to oh. open the door to talk to you oh
7: whatever you can talk through the door man <laughs> you could be like slide the money
3: under listen, the door i get it I know listen how it goes. it's hard it, listen <laughs> <Dick>. <laughs>
6: God, you guys are dumb. I knew. <laughs> no, you almost walked you
4: right almost. in. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah. I saw. I
6: pointed. I gave you the eyebrows. I was like, oh, I know what you're doing, but they, <laughs> you
4: see it. You almost
8: tripped right into it. No but way, it, Jose. But it was still a hypothetical. So it's not reality. Whatever you got a tap yes. dancer on. <laughs> It was completely hypothetical. Whatever
5: you got to tap dance around his boss is DC at KMOD.com. So it was Gimpy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. So I, 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 don't know anything about that. Love it. Because abuse is not funny. You don't make fun of people that have been sexually abused, right, Joe? Poor Joe. <laughs> Joe
7: Corey. Two, two first names. What's his first last name? Corey. Corey. I can't stand that.
5: <laughs> two first names. Get
7: it together, man. Even Put the last name first. It's not his fault, with. but
5: it's not his fault. I get
7: it. As parents. Parents, listen. If you're going to have babies anytime soon, don't give them two first
8: names. Gimpy, two first names is no laughing matter. <laughs> I'm sorry for all you two first names. Oh,
2: now me. you're all clean. <laughs> <laughs> now your halo's shining bright. Oh, <laughs> well,
6: yeah. Usually, any people that I've run into with two first names, they've usually been attractive. Really? Yeah. Like, Like, uh, um... I feel like a lot of celebrities uh, do are that. you kissing this guy's ass.
5: I think she is. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, the, I don't hate them. I don't have the disdain that Gimpy does. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's hilarious. You're like, ow. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. My, uh,
6: my favorite name is Andy Anderson.
5: That is your favorite name.
6: Mm-hmm. And she was on, that character was on How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And I've always loved that name, Andy Anderson. I it's a girl.
5: I I don't have a name I love, but when I think of funny names, it reminds me of this uh, video that was online for a while. I don't know if it's still online. And it's a cartoon, and the main character's name is uh, a lesbian, and it's called Lizzie the leszie Hmm. Oh, that's the name that's of the cartoon. <laughs> I don't know why. I just like, that's funny. Those two go together really well.
2: <laughs> You're really only Lizzie. changing
8: a couple things. <laughs> Lizzie the Lezzy. We just got, uh, I think, the new sheriff in Tulsa. Okay. Uh, I think his name's pretty badass. Uh, Vic Rigaldo. It- it, it, it sounds like a sheriff name. It, to me, it sounds like some Chicago P.I. I mean, you know, Vic Rigaldo's on the case, kid. <laughs> love get, that name. Get Vic over here. Get Vic over here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Vic Rigaldo.
6: My favorite is when you do that voice. Like you get, his old-timey so, voice? Yeah, he gets really excited to do get it. Excited. He does excited. His face lights up whenever he gets to apply that voice to something. I he, love gets, it. he
5: gets excited for the Russian voice. He just can't smile when he does it <laughs> because it does. It, you can't be happy and be Russian. I, I, get,
8: I have to go to the dark place. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you have
5: to be mean. Look down.
8: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. You do look down when you do it. But the old timey voice, you can be as happy as you want to be. Right? <laughs> She walked into my life like a sunbeam out through a rainstorm. Vic Ricardo's on the case, kid. So
4: excited. <laughs> he does
8: get excited.
6: <laughs> it just makes his whole day. I love it.
8: It does make his whole day. And
6: <laughs> when he goes to sleep at night, he's like, "Yeah, I got to do that voice. I got
8: huh? to, to do the P.I. voice. That's awesome.
2: The P.I.? Do you
8: dream in that voice? <laughs> it's all black and white. Some color. Uh, no, I I don't know what to say to that. Not like, I, I might, maybe I don't remember it, but it's. I like doing that voice a lot. It's fun. You should nickname your junk an old time voice and then you can do oh that voice God. to women
5: <laughs> or mi- or whatever.
2: <laughs>
5: okay. Okay. Well, we need an old timey name. I mean Vilk Rigaldo's a pretty good name, but I think that's <laughs> a little creepy that. since he's in
8: town yeah. and he's the sheriff. I am not naming my junk after the new sheriff. The sheriff? I don't no. know. That would be that's hard, it right? sounds like the guy who's cracking the case. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
6: You could do the naked man and be like, the sheriff's
8: in town. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a face-to-face with a Vic Regaldo? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: jeez.
8: Oh, damn it.
5: <laughs> the sheriff says get on your belly. <laughs> <laughs> Stick him
6: up. Stick him up. <laughs> you can just call it the sheriff. Uh,
5: oh, damn it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, my God. I don't really have a nickname for my junk. I can't. It sounds weird for me to call it a pet name. You have, you said it on the air before. You call it Pedro. Ah, but I, that's just a joke. I don't go around to my wife and say, Pedro, Pedro wants, wants to. Yeah, Pedro wants is in town for a visit. I, I don't
7: know. No, I'm, I'm, not d- there. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm just saying. You can tell me all day, but I don't know if that's true well, or not. I, well, I'm not you, so I'm being honest. <laughs> hey, you now. Pedro wants a kiss. A little mustache on, him, a little sombrero?
3: No. <laughs> Mochi for Pedro? <laughs> no. <laughs> kisses.
2: Kisses. My taco flavor kisses. <laughs> <laughs> I've <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> lost control. That's anarchy.
5: We got to get Vic Rigaldo on the case.
2: <laughs>
5: Take care of this. Oh we God. are giving away tickets to Hop Jam today. We got uh, listener emails. We're going to talk about sex today. We got uh, date the flake. We're going to do tell the truth, and we're going to talk about this. There's, there's a significant weather event. <laughs> That's what they're saying for the area. Uh, so we want to talk to Travis. Because he's a he's a funny guy And he's going to uh, He's our partner for uh, weather and news uh, The News on Sixes So we're going to talk to him later in the show We'll take a break and we'll come back and new news quickies
3: More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next 97.5 KMOD
5: Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show 918-460-KMOD You can also text BMMS and then, what you want to say to 82945? I was reading the. What well, was the name of the venue for the CMO winner will be decided? That is going to be at the Stillhouse Bar and Grill at 89th and Memorial. And then uh, someone texted in there's no border, Pedro won't cross. <laughs>
4: Well,
5: <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Hello. It's time for news quickies, <laughs> world news, local news,
7: and news that just makes you say, what the f***? <laughs> <laughs> now, here's Corbin, Cornflake, Gimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show 97 97.5 KMOD.
8: School bus driver has child move power lines. A 60-year-old bus dr- school bus driver for uh, some elementary school kids, was uh, driving on a side road, taking kids home one day, and uh, apparently, according to authorities, a goose had crashed into a transformer on a power line.
2: How does a goose <laughs> That's just a funny line. Yeah. Crash. So
8: a goose crashes into a transformer, you see. <laughs> <It> <laughs> sounds like a setup for a joke. <laughs> uh, he the, the goose knocked one of the power lines loose.
2: Uh, <laughs>
8: it, it, so it was laying across the road uh, The bus driver came upon the power line uh, Crossing the road The bus driver called dispatch Dispatch of course advised the bus driver To detour or, around the area Get out of there Just don't cross the power line So the bus driver gets off of the line With dispatch and says "I'm On her bus recording You can hear her say You know what? One of you kids move this power line <laughs> so, <laughs> One of the kids gets out of the bus yeah, just Doing his scout duty I suppose Gets out of the bus And you don't see any footage but he comes back and he's holding his right hand He gets back on the bus They continue, apparently he had moved it Because they went down the, the road they were going down uh, 20 minutes later the bus driver Asks the kid if he was alright Turns out the kid had mild burns To his right hand The boy's father said that it was just mild Nothing serious, he's alright And now the mother and the school district Are calling for the bus driver's license To be taken away. Good. Yeah. (laughs) How about ability to be around children? Dude. I don't care if she drives. Yeah, right.
5: Let's just take away her ability to be around children.
8: Uh, uh, I don't see this kid got so incredibly lucky. Like just like a, a mild burn to his right hand. Like touching power lines, you know. Murders people.
5: Yeah, well, hold on. The dad said it was mild. You don't know how many injuries I've had to my body. My dad was like, you're fine. It's nothing.
7: <laughs> I just rub some dirt on it. <laughs>
5: just get That's, some duct tape. What's the, uh, what's the, uh, my Greek wedding where he sprays the, t- the, t- windex. the windex on it? <laughs> you're fine, but Windex on it.
6: <laughs> and it, there's those commercials with, uh, you know, power lines turning into cobras, you know, to teach you to stay away from them. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs>
5: I don't know the commercial, as I was taught a little differently. But I just, it was good enough for me to say, "You could die if you touch this." Yeah. I didn't need the animation of a cobra. Yeah,
6: like I remember being a little kid and being like, "Oh, like you know, I'm not supposed to touch power lines. It turns into a snake. It'll get you." And they make that for kids to learn. Apparently, the bus driver needs to watch that commercial. So good.
2: Hmm.
8: but when I was living in Kansas there was a fireman there a power line had gotten knocked loose and it caught a field on fire and while the the firemen were out there trying to ra- wrangle the line and put the fire out one of the firemen had got fried by, yeah. by this power line this is yeah. just died. in electricity's dangerous <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> killed and this kid just kind of burned his right hand well I'm glad he's all right you know that's that's great but this a full grown man got killed this kid's all right
5: I, it's a bizarre story all the way around yeah I would think if a power
8: lines down the fr- there'd be a call that would be made. Where was this again? This was in just south of Wichita. Oh, wait, where I was living. I'm sorry. This was Pennsylvania. My Pennsylvania. So, yeah.
5: <laughs> so it's got to be like Western Pennsylvania or Northern Pennsylvania, where somewhere out in the it's country. Neck. Yeah. yeah. Pin Township. Pin Township. Yeah. Pin Township, Pennsylvania. Yes. Pin Township, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Pin Township, Pennsylvania. Uh... Yeah, it's not even us showing up on a map.
6: Oh, it's like a you know, four way stop kind of town.
5: It's east, it's a suburb of Pittsburgh. Mm. So yeah, they should totally know better.
2: <laughs>
6: Woman killed while searching for goat man creature. Twenty <laughs> six year old Raquel Bain was walking with her boyfriend on train tracks in Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> um, and these are the kind of train tracks that are like um like elevated, like where the a bridge train track I don't know what those are called very much.
7: But how about bridge? A Train tr- tracks that go over a bridge. It's okay. a trussle. It's a trussel.
8: Oh, yeah, how so do you know that?
7: Because I had a friend of mine when I was in the eighth grade ride right his four-wheeler across one. We had one right down the road from our house. He fell off of that bridge. Trussle, excuse me. <laughs> how high up was it? It was over 100 feet. It was up there. And Did he, he die? Th- he didn't die. He paralyzed from the waist down. You guys stopped being friends after that, huh? Yeah. Well, I moved, so, I mean, that kind of makes sense. But, I mean, when I went back a couple years later, I did ask my other buddy about him, how he's doing. He's fine. He's
5: making it. Still paralyzed. Was but- it like born on the, Tom, Tom Cruise and born on the 4th of July?
7: <laughs> I guess, yeah.
5: Or Lieutenant Dan? Yeah. <laughs> Lieutenant Diane.
6: God. Uh, so, uh, apparently, the, the legend is the Goatman appears on these trussles, so... Her, Raquel, and her boyfriend were walking along these train tracks trying to, you know, make the goat man appear, and um, a train showed up and, you know, sounded the horn. The boyfriend dodged it by dangling off the trussle, and the girl got hit by the train, fell 80 feet, and died.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: I would imagine that would happen. I would tra- <laughs> imagine it would play out pretty much like you just described.
6: The train was going 32 miles an hour, by the way.
5: it's This is the movie's fault. You know how many movies show people running on train tracks over trussles yeah. or bridges <laughs> and trying to, like, at the last minute, eluding them miraculously? They didn't stand by me. A whole group of kids. Yeah. Dumb. You can't outrun a train.
2: At
6: 32 miles an hour, no one it, can run that fast. Even
5: if the train's moving 10 miles an hour, it takes forever for it to stop. It, yeah. Yeah.
6: And Hong Kong. it still sounded like they had the warning, too. It's not like, whoa, this came out of nowhere. I'm it glad
5: was- we're having the public service news this morning. <laughs> hey, this just in. Electricity's dangerous, and don't outrun trains. <laughs> I'm looking forward to gimpies now. Oh,
7: fun. Uh, dominatrix sought by cops for alleged bar attack on a man who said he likes rough sex. There's a guy in Sarasota, Florida named Victor Biggs. Goes into his favorite watering hole, Papa Joe's. Decides to sit down and have a few drinks. Well... He's sitting there and he meets this lady that he kind of knows from a mutual friend but doesn't really know. As They sit down and they have a few drinks. Come to find out this lady is a dominatrix. They get to talking. She finds out that Joe here likes rough sex. Well, that's when she punched him in the face twice. (laughs) And then after that, she started to hit him in the head with a beer bottle. Well, she boogies on out of there, and he decides to go ahead and stumble his way on home, and that's when he called the police and let them know what was happening, and now this woman is still on the run. The police are searching for the unnamed dominatrix.
4: So
6: she...
5: <laughs> he, he, she's a, she gave exactly what the customer asked for. Yeah.
6: Okay. Well, how, how are you going to get mad if you're a dominatrix at somebody that likes rough sex?
5: Hey. I don't think she was mad, was she? No, she wasn't she mad was, Is He was mad.
6: Oh, okay. I thought that's why. Okay. Now yeah. I'm following. She's thought- not
5: pressing charges against herself.
7: <laughs> he got beat up by this woman. Yes. That's what dominatrix do. I get it. I get it. I think the beer bottle was a little too far, but I mean, I guess maybe you can have that discussion like it during. is like, okay, what's too much? Okay. Well, don't hit me in the head with a beer bottle. Yeah. I'm okay with a little slap and tickle,
5: but if we're using accessories,
7: <laughs>
5: I'm out. <laughs>
6: Well, chains whips are fine. But chains,
5: seriously.
6: Well, no, 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 not getting hit with a chain. I guess oh, okay. you know, getting chained up. But <laughs> chained up? What?
5: Have you ever been chained up?
6: Um, no. What?
5: No, because chains pinch.
7: You use you use like a necktie or some velvet rope
6: or furry. Or just rope. Furry
7: handcuffs. Rope is good.
5: Just plain old rope.
6: But I feel like when you're improvising like bottles, you know, like you're taking regular items that are not used for sex to, in you know, inflict pain, then that's when you, that's the <laughs> Sam, line.
5: there is extreme dominatrix out there. There is some videos out there where you can watch guys get kicked in the junk and they love uh, it. Nope. I'm good. They love it.
6: I remember you and Biggie showed me a video mm-hmm. uh, with heels. Yeah. The stilettos. Yes. And that's a
5: thing. Piercing. The uh, stomp videos, I think is what they call oh, them. Th- that's a thing. Oh. That's an actual thing. Women... I- Men love it, and women are like, well, he loves it. I guess I'll do it, and he's paying me.
6: I don't have testicles, but when I watch that, it makes me hurt for men. It
5: makes me pucker as well. (laughs) It makes me pucker as well. Uh, Man drives 870 miles for KFC. So a man in Canada, they got married 15 years ago, and for their reception, they had KFC. And he keeps it alive by every year going to get KFC on their anniversary, right?
2: Aww. it's very nice.
5: Problem is, is they live in Canada, and the one that they had, had been in business 47 years, decided to close. Oh, no. So he had to drive eight hours (laughs) to go to get KFC,
2: and 16
5: hours round trip. He spent six hundred dollars in fuel and KFC when he got there. He asked for fifteen buckets of chicken. Fifteen? Oh, wow. I mean if you're buckets. making the drive. <laughs> yeah.
6: I guess, but like what are you gonna freeze it and then get he it bought, out the next year?
5: Yeah, yes. He did, they just kept eating it. I mean, you got to eat some while you're driving.
2: Yeah, or of course, course. I'm man. that
5: guy. When we order pizza or whatever, I cannot help myself but eat some of it on the way. No, you got to pick those toppings off, man. <laughs> this was pepperoni at one time. Uh, so when he was asked about it, he said, hey, it's worth every penny. We have to keep traditions alive. Oh, wow.
6: Oh, What a sweet husband. I, I can't oh. think of a
5: restaurant. Mm-mm. That I would do that for.
7: No, because here's the deal of 15 buckets, right? And they're having a bucket every year. So on the number 15, that bucket's 15
5: years old in your freezer. It's going to taste like garbage. No, 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 So on their when they got married, they had KFC. Yeah, I get that. Okay. They've been now married 15 years, and okay. every year he goes and gets chicken. Okay, so he got This year, year, hold on, okay. this year, let me get this cleared out for you. <laughs> this year, the one that they always went to that was near their place, yeah. closed. Yeah. It had been in business 47 years. Got that. So the nearest one was eight hours away. Got that. And so he drove eight hours, bought 15 buckets of chicken, drove eight hours home, they ate the chicken. So they're going to eat 15 buckets of chicken in one sitting. I saw the pictures. They're not real pretty people. Oh, well, then that explains <laughs> everything then. Uh, listen, like,
6: I don't think it's about KFC. It's about the memory. Like you're like, I, I there's nowhere to just make fried chicken.
5: Part. Yeah, Google Colonel's
7: uh, secret spices.
5: Grocery stores have pretty delicious fried chicken.
6: Yeah, but it's not the same. Maybe listen, it's fried chicken. If if you're if, then it is about KFC. If they look the way you think that they look, maybe they're like no one can do it like KFC. It's not <laughs> the
5: same Corbin. The, the seven herbs and spices. I get it. Yeah. They're delicious.
8: <laughs> Man, you know all the all the radio buttons and the steering wheel is just greasy as hell. Man. <laughs> right, right, <Ooh>. right. <laughs> and his, his seat's got all those little crumblings.
5: Uh. Uh. Gross. I, I've driven out of my way for Chipotle before they opened here. Yeah. So when we go on road trips and there'd be a Chipotle, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, drive out of my way to go get Chipotle. White Castle, I've done that for.
2: Ooh, I've
6: done it for In-N-Out.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that's... And I'm just talking about driving out of my way, no less than twenty minutes. <laughs>
2: yeah, right. <laughs> you know
5: yeah. what I mean? Like anything past thirty minutes, I'm like, yeah, it's, it'll be fine. I yeah. drove an hour for barbecue once. I mean, I've thought about driving to Kansas City for barbecue and then coming back, like recently, that, just to go have barbecue
7: and come back. Yeah, that's a, that makes for a good day trip right there. Just a little get out like, of I that always? sort of thing. It's
5: four hours each way. Ooh, four and a half. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm like, ah could do a lot of other nothings.
6: You can stand in line at Burnco.
5: Do you realize how much I could watch? Yeah, and then nothing against Burnco; they're all different. I was craving a certain kind of barbecue.
6: Yeah, I, I don't. Eight hours.
5: You don't love barbecue, though.
6: Um, uh, there's I don't I can't think of any food I love that I would drive eight hours for. I effin' hate driving, so eight hours. <laughs> well, you no. wouldn't
7: drive.
8: You okay. just be sitting in a passenger seat. Well, yeah. hypothetically, if we just didn't have barbecue here, I'd probably drive eight hours to get barbecue. One for my wife's
5: birthday. We flew. Uh, uh, we got up in the morning. We got plane ticket. We flew to Dallas, chopped, ate dinner, and flew back. But that was for. I felt like that was for a birthday.
6: Oh, you fancy, huh? It's <laughs> Southwest. Yeah. It was like forty seven dollar tickets. <laughs> you no, know, just that sounds really fancy. Like mm, I'm gonna fly to Dallas, right? right? Like yeah. you know, a private you know, jet you know, and everything. Nothing is good enough for me in Oklahoma. I'd get to yeah. have. Yeah, no, was, was a great. It was a great
5: birthday gift for her. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it's not. It's, yeah. Listen, I didn't do my my G five. It sounds super fancy. We didn't load up the G five and head on down. Like a G six. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just said G, and you went to G six.
6: Mm-hmm. That song. <laughs> that song. They're
5: talking about the Pontiac car. Go, Jesus Christ! No, <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're Google, not. Ponti- Google Pontiac G six. <laughs> Sam, Google Pontiac G six. <sighs>
6: They are not talking about that (laughs) car. They
5: are. Oh, wow. He's right.
6: No, they're not.
5: Yes, Sam.
6: It's about a plane, I Why would he sing about a plane? Like
8: a G6. Dropping bottles into ice. Yeah, while you're driving in your Pontiac G6.
2: (laughs) That's
5: totally what it's about. Get it together, Sam. I'm
2: so dumb.
5: Yeah. (laughs) All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back.
3: Tulsa's morning show, the Big Mad Morning Show. Oh, I thought a group of Vietnamese people were having their intestines pulled out through their mouths. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big
5: Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Pop is joining us from the buzz 1430. Get the iHeartRadio app and listen to him and Steve on the Daily Dose. Where in uh, Kansas City would you drive to for our barbecue? Uh, Gates. Oh. I'm a Gates guy. Really? What's the? What do you mean, really?
9: Uh, I thought you were going to tell me something good. Gates is good. <laughs> is it? Yes. Nah, I'm not buying it. There
5: anything. are two barbecue joints in Kansas City that presidents go to when they visit. They go to Arthur Bryant's, which is delicious. Which is terrible.
9: <laughs> or, wow. Or they go to uh, Gates. And Gates is average. Where Pop would you is- go, Pop? Rib crib? <laughs> Rib crib.
5: He's I, I, he's going to probably say the original Oklahoma Joes or LC's.
9: Uh LC's is really good and the original Oklahoma Joes is really good. Like Arthur good. Bryant's is below average and Gates is okay. I, I mean, love
6: so much that like the whole time you wouldn't even make eye contact with your Oh,
2: I yeah.
9: <laughs> I would I would think about driving to to Franklin's in Austin for barbecue.
5: Yeah. People, people, barbecue is one of the only food genres that people were like. <laughs> They don't stupid. do it with pizza. No. no. Yeah. Ice cream or burgers or anything. Um,
9: I watch Barbecue Pitmasters, and I right. think I'm an expert. Yeah. That show's so ridiculous. <laughs> no,
5: you you don't inject at that time. What are you doing? The commentators are so bad. So bad.
9: Who did I see on there? Myron that... Mixon is yes. <laughs> the winningest man in barbecue. Yes, I want to yes. get him on the show.
6: You yell at your TV. You don't inject at that time. Like, yeah, what? People, <laughs> it, no, it's uh, a
5: crazy show. It's, yeah. not, it's not good. <laughs> It's not good, but it's fun to it's watch such a guilty for pleasure, though. Yes. You can get stuck in a vortex. <laughs> they did one in Bigsby. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. Barbecue Blues go. Festival. You it's didn't so go, huh? Uh, yeah, I did go. Uh, I thought of you on two occasions yesterday. One was I saw that your boy um, is breaking up with his girlfriend. Yes, he is. So...
4: He kick decided? rocks
9: yeah go kick rocks yeah Zach yeah. broke
5: up with his girlfriend.
7: I don't know what she did to him but He's
4: gonna be single she pops. she deserves it
5: whatever
7: <laughs> she did are you stocking up on your toner so you can rub it on his body <laughs> You said it, dude,
5: not nah, th- me.
2: There's nothing sexual about it. Tell everything sexual about I it. I
5: think rubbing no. suntan oil no. on a man's naked body is not a naked t- body. Just shirtless, fine. Any, any in part a thong, of- <laughs> that,
9: it's still sexual. It's, there's nothing sexual about Would it. You, so, okay, so <laughs> I'll argue this all day. Might, by the way, I, well, no,
5: I might buy that shoulders and arms aren't sexual, but when you start doing the inner
9: thigh, I didn't say inner thigh. It was all ass. <laughs> you got to
5: cover everything. You can't you get do Zach burnt yeah
9: man he be all streaky it's just not cool man <laughs> no but here he doesn't burn though he golden he, he golden crisp to a perfect color <laughs> he temperance yes exactly i
6: love how you could say it with a straight face
9: <laughs> not afraid
5: the other thing and i texted you this one was i i think that conor mcgregor may have lost his
9: marbles i uh, yeah and i probably should have texted you back on that that's um, all right i mean i don't i don't I don't know if that's the case, though. Why would he text that to try?
5: I mean, let's just say master
8: troll artist.
5: I get it. Let's just say he was trying to like strong arm and prove his point. Right. Yes. At some point, that becomes crazy behavior. At some point, it
9: doesn't make sense, and I think he's. It just makes zero sense to do that. I think it gets crazy behavior when it ends up harming him in a way. I don't think that this has harmed him. I think, more than anything, I'm like you, I think it was to prove a point. Did you see how many retweets that thing had? Yeah. I know yesterday at 5 o'clock it had 94,000 likes and 86,000 retweets. Sure,
5: but part of that is the UFC's fault. The longer they wait to reply to those instances, Oh, of course.
9: then it perpetuates the possibility of the truth. But Dana looks at it from the standpoint of, Wait a minute, I already responded. I already said that he was off. So I don't know what more I need to say. Right. He essentially said that in three separate interviews yesterday. yeah. He, he's definitely learned to hijack things he's not a part of. Oh, of course he has. Yeah. It's part of the master promotion of it. And
5: they were saying that DC and John Jones would fight on UFC 200, but DC's uh, MRI was moved, so they didn't even get to get to that uh, yesterday. So probably won't know if that's
9: going to be the UFC 200 oh. fight for a while. As long as they keep him off the commentary, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Openly rooting for He's like Bones Jones' opponent. I mean, it's... It, <laughs> I threw off the broadcast. Like, Goldberg and Rogan, they don't need any help. (laughs) Made Rogan so uncomfortable there. Uh, Speaking of uncomfortable, Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, before the game last night said that the Oklahoma City Thunder only had one superstar. And uh, that kind of pissed Russell Westbrook off a little bit. He was referring to Kevin Durant, by the way. We've got the audio we'll play here in just one second. But more importantly, the Thunder win 118-104 to win their first round series. Four games to one. Game number one will be in San Antonio, coming up on Saturday night, April 30th. After the game, this is what uh, Kevin Durant had to say to a reporter that asked the question to Russell Westbrook. Uh,
4: Were you aware of Mark Cuban's comments before the game when he said Kevin was the only superstar on this team? And and how how do you react to that? He's an idiot.
3: (laughs) Don't listen to he's an idiot. All right, that's what we got to say about that. uh, He's an idiot.
9: That question. I'm typing feverishly. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs>
5: what a bad Like,
9: you have to get that right. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, you got I mean, I can't remember right. what he said.
5: Uh, he, he said, he's, idiot four or three? Did he say
9: imbecile? <laughs> no, idiot. Ah, that's right. <laughs> yes. Best question. By the way, I don't know if I'd ever put Mark Cuban in the category of idiots. I mean, mm. he did create video on the internet. Uh, and then, big injury news yesterday besides Steph Curry, Chris Paul broke and fractured his right hand. Broke, fractured. His right hand last night during Monday night's game. He could be out the rest of the playoffs for the uh, for the Los Angeles Clippers. Meanwhile, the Trailblazers tie up the series last night, 98-84. That's Balls Ball Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show,
5: 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say, 282 945 Nathaniel Dawson of Tulsa just got qualified for All 2016. The giveaway is happening Thursday at Stillhouse Bar and Grill at 89th and Memorial. From 5 to 7, you want to get out there, there'll be some last chance qualifying, and then they'll do the giveaway. I should say we will do the giveaway starting at 7 o'clock. So get down there at Stillhouse Bar and Grill at uh, 89th and Memorial this Thursday. You
6: want to talk about orgasms?
5: Okay. Well, uh, yeah.
6: <laughs> so, um, there are seven different types of orgasms that a woman can have.
5: Well, uh, seven? I don't know if that's true.
6: Oh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm going to explain them to you. Seven.
5: I mean, if you achieve the pinnacle,
6: mm-hmm.
5: I think there's one. There's yeah. an orgasm, <laughs> period.
6: Well, uh, no, there's different...
5: I think there's only I think there's only one.
6: No, there's seven. There's, there's seven. Th- there's seven different kinds of. You orgasms. make it hard
5: enough for a guy to even make that happen. Seriously. Now we got to now they got to experience seven different ones. I don't know if I want you reading this article.
6: <laughs> maybe
7: maybe one of those seven different ways is easier to achieve than the other. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe you can I find mean, I don't yourself have
5: a problem. I just don't want to do six more. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> listen,
6: but, but listen. The more you know, then the more you can help. You know what I mean?
5: The more uh, you know. I got a lot on my plate.
6: This should be at the very tippy top. Like uh, if if you found it should out...
5: be on the tip. You're right about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, uh.
6: Okay, I'm gonna start with the first one. That's what that's where it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Unless you do it another way, which never mind.
6: Yeah, dreamgasms.
5: Dreamgasms. Okay,
6: which is orgasming through a dream. Thirty percent, thirty-seven percent of women have had them by the time they're 45 years old. Because
5: men can have those. They're called wet dreams. You usually have those as a teenager. Yeah, i would never had one. Never, ever? Mm. Not even as a teenager? No. Really? What? Wow. Nope. Unless unless it happened and there was no evidence by the time I woke up oh you know oh, what I mean like a drive
7: yeah, yeah I got you I got you <laughs> yeah but even then you'd be like why because <laughs> why am i laying on a rock
5: right Who Exactly. Puts shale in my bed? why why are my underpants <laughs> oh, stuck God. to my junk you know why yeah
6: I uh, I had one like two nights ago
5: you had an orgasm dream mm-hmm.
6: like um, what did
5: it involve your boyfriend uh no really
6: he wasn't that, you mean, was he part of it? Yeah. No, like he was sleeping.
5: No. <laughs> was he in your dream, goofball? Or was it Shaq oh, again? Oh, Shaq? Of course he I was sleeping. Even... <laughs> it's called a dream.
6: <laughs> I didn't think I... he was participating. I, I got confused for a second. Uh, no, I don't think he was in my... I don't think he was in it. Yeah. Who, who was think... in it? Um, oh, This is really dumb, but it was at a basketball game, and it was a lesbian... Exp- it was with a girl.
2: Okay.
7: Was she I like a WNBA player? She played for the show. No, no. no. We
6: were just watching, and I, I'm pretty sure it's because I had seen Trainwreck earlier in the week. Okay. But, um, it was me with a girlfriend, and we got a hold of a. Right. That's it.
5: Yeah, well, that's a little weird. Yeah. But so, so you
6: can't control them, like dream gasms. No, nothing I, to do with there.
5: So, how did you know you had one? Did it wake you up?
6: Yeah. And
5: so, how do you know you had one, and it wasn't just in your dream?
6: Uh, you mean like? Cause I mean, I could feel it. I guess
5: you know you how you have those dreams that
7: feel so real, right? Mm-hmm. And you wake up and you're like, oh my god, what uh, was there? Just yeah, but there's no evidence. In my house? Exactly. Right. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. How do you know this wasn't just one of those dreams that just
5: felt real?
6: Um, there's a little evidence. Oh, yeah. Um,
5: it's a humid. Oh,
6: <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> If, like uh, a
7: jungle. When if, did we move to the rainforest? <laughs> <Right,
6: right>. Gross. <laughs> Having a full bladder it's when clammy. you when you go to oh, sleep, like
5: she had been in a pool.
6: Gross. All day. I'm moving on. <laughs> Having a full bladder when you go to sleep can um, trigger dream gasms for women. So, if, ladies, if you're looking to hook yourself up, just you know, don't go pee before you go to sleep, and it'll uh, huh. increase your chances. Huh? Mm-hmm.
5: I'm gonna have to ask the wife about that. Yeah. Does that work with just women only?
6: Um, I'm not sure about men, but... Mm. Okay, so dreamgasm. Sure.
5: There's nothing I can do about that. That's completely li- like an orgasm. It's completely on her.
6: <laughs> yes.
5: <laughs> it's her responsibility to make sure she does her part.
6: Um, the next kind is a microgasm, and they're a- Oh, cornflake?
5: No there- uh-huh. a cornflake?
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's, a- it's a cornflakegasm? Because it's tiny?
6: Just little... Um, they're really small, really subtle orgasms and they occur without any physical stimulation. So um, this is you stop and focus your erotic energy and um, you can and it's through tension. So like you think about uh, obtaining an orgasm and you focus your, I guess, erotic feelings, and then you can get a microgasm. So it's like a little baby orgasm, and you don't touch.
5: Like a sneeze.
6: Yes, and that's an example of one is uh, huh. if you um, can focus your before you sneeze and focus your sexual energy, and then sneeze, and you get a micro orgasm. So again,
5: we're on another one that has no nothing a man can do. It's completely up to the woman to do by herself.
6: True, and huh. also um, like sneezing and chills is another way to you can focus your energy before you get chills, and this can lead to an orgasm. And they're just very small ones, and they're very subtle orgasms, but they're called microgasms. So huh. here's
7: what you do to make that happen, Corbin. You you turn the air down to like 30 degrees in the house, right? And you get a lot of flowers that have pollen, right? So you got the chills and the sneezing effect. Bam. But,
5: you then, just... but then that's a mi- wouldn't that be minor you're instead right. of mini? And we've escalated?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I guess
5: <you're> right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just glad to hear there are two I don't have to d- be a part of. Right.
6: <laughs> this one you are a part of intervaginal orgasms, okay. and right. that's the this can happen through Nor- you know regular sex. It, right. It, it's the inside where the G spot is.
5: Right, like a traditional what we all know how to do. <laughs> well, well, think we know how we, think, uh, we, know, how we kn- <laughs> think we know how to do. <laughs> um,
6: uh, and then this you can you know achieve with uh, toys or extremities, but it is the inter. So the next one is um, breath and energy orgasms.
5: A breath uh-huh. and energy orgasm. Yes. So okay.
6: this this kind of orgasm is again focusing like your sexual, uh, you honing in on you know feeling sexy and orgasming, and you are building your sexual energy like through your Kegels, and it's it's building of the energy and then releasing of the energy to achieve orgasm.
5: Dumb. Dumb. Mm-hmm.
2: This so it's not yoga.
5: Dumb.
6: Uh, I mean, yoga could help you practice that. I guess
5: I don't believe there's any way, and I'm just speaking for me. Right? There's no way I, as a male, could have an orgasm just by breathing.
6: Um. So this, for the first time, has happened to me like a month ago, where Simba was not uh not directly stimulating me. And I cheat orgasm for the first time, like it it he was
5: touching you sexually, right?
6: um yes, but but that's not what you
5: described. you said it's just breathing
6: uh, well breath meaning that um you're focusing your energy like by not touching you're not directly stimulating anything. so like um just by lightly touching just stimulation but not directly touching any part of the any vagina. sexual
5: any sexual parts of the body at all.
6: No, not
5: so. Not breasts, Um, not down, not (laughs) vaginies.
6: Yeah, not any of those. Like, and you
5: had an orgasm that way. Yeah, I don't believe it.
6: I'm not lying (laughs) to you about. Listen, I. Honest, I didn't think that until it happened to me, I didn't believe that it was true. I, uh, what's that movie with Josh Hartnett? Where he, oh, yeah, hold on, it's right here. No, but it's like a famous scene. Cornflake,
8: quick, get it. Uh, 30 days and nights.
6: I really think that's, vampires, the, that, right? that's the movie. Corp like, that really is. And he makes her
5: to achieve... be fair. He wasn't in that many movies that are going to remember <laughs> off the top of your head. That was the most memorable where he can't have sex for 30 days and 30 nights. Well, no, he... that's where the vampires attack the
8: town in Alaska. Okay. Um, anyways,
6: he made the girl achieve orgasm with a feather just by lightly touching her. And I was like, BS, there's no way. And until it happened to me, like, you, it legit, like, that is a real thing. And it's probably like a goal for people. Like, you, if you and your wife have never experienced that, then maybe that's something to shoot for.
5: I'm confident, and I'm going to go ahead and speak for my wife on this. She would much rather have a regular orgasm than a feather orgasm. <laughs> Just gonna well, go ahead and
6: it's a different um I believe you sensation I believe you. to try.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I not for me.
6: Um in the same category, <laughs> there in this is under breath energy orgasms, there's things called fear And um, <laughs> Vietnam vets had talked about while well, while they were super scared um, and in combat that they would have erections and intense orgasms because of being so scared.
8: OK, uh, like females. I don't know why you said erections. That's
6: what? Yes, this is. A, this, I'm just little side note that a fear gasm like combat vets in Vietnam had talked about like that. They had fear gasms. Wow. That's I think that's all. I've never had a fear gasm before, but I, I would not hate it.
1: Like that's the least, you know,
5: hmm. hold on. Levi's on the phone. Hi, Levi. How are you? Pretty good. Good. What do you have for us?
1: Uh, I got my wife to achieve a breath orgasm without ever touching her.
5: And and how did you do that?
1: Uh, breathing on her slightly, real, like, gently, and uh, whispering into her, to her ear, telling her what I was going to do, and, and never actually fixed, physically touched her.
5: Wow. And how did you get to that point of trying that or wanting to do that?
1: Self-experimentation.
5: Yeah, you're just trying something different. Right. Did you read it in a book or something? Uh, no. You were just like, hey, I have an idea.
1: Uh, yeah. (laughs) Huh.
5: Right on. How long did it take?
1: Uh, about five minutes. Was
6: it her idea or yours or was it uh, it just happenstance?
1: Uh, it was mine and we were trying some new stuff and...
6: So you're like, uh, I'm going to breathe on you to make you achieve orgasm. I promised I wouldn't
8: touch. Okay.
6: Oh. Cool. Right Way to go, bro.
8: Levi, thanks for calling. Thank you. See you later. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Casanova, this guy. Yeah, I'll breathe on him, no big deal. Well, Five uh, minutes. Well, <laughs> I I I too want to make fun of him.
5: Hello. <laughs> but I understand what he's saying. I mean, he the idea of her that her not being touched, I mean, there was a couple triggers there.
6: And then like
5: and we, I hear breathe on, I'm like, <sighs> You're not blowing out a birthday cake, man. Right, right, <laughs> right. So it sounds a little more crude than it really is.
9: But
6: then, like, females are way more mentally stimulated, I guess. And
5: right, which goes back to the point I've always said that a woman is sixty percent responsible for achieving orgasm when two people are having sex.
6: Um. Okay, I can get on board with you in that because if I'm in the mindset like I'm not attracted to you, this is not happening. It won't happen. Right. Like you have to be in the right. Like I guess uh, a guy, I could make it happen for you yes. whether you wanted to or guaranteed not. guaranteed every time. Yeah, and <laughs> it couldn't happen the same for a female. Right. So uh, the next next kind is clitoral orgasm. Of course, that's the from an orgasm from the outside. Um, a combination gasm is using any of these ta- tactics in combination to make them achieve. So like, yeah, but you, you can't get, use
5: dream and you can't use breath. You right. can't combine any of those. But
6: you could use um clitoral and intervaginal at the same those time. Those are the only two. Um But I guess like <laughs> a microgasm you could use.
5: No, cuz then a you, you yeah. can't, No, cuz then it's not micro.
6: It's a little one.
5: Yeah, but you can't but it's not micro at that point. Okay. Because you're having the... No, wait. We're just talking it through. Don't give up. Well, no, but I... Because it's micro. By definition of what you gave, it's micro. It's subtle. And then if suddenly we're having the other kind, that's a not micro. Yeah,
6: but you could have you can't two have micros mi- ah, and then a major. I don't know. So that's the all last shenanigans.
2: One,
6: this one, I had never heard about this, and this is... Um, a very few number of people can actually reach this, and very few people have legit had a megagasm. <laughs> And this is a, it's like a volcano of all orgasms. It's like extreme um, physical, very intense physical stimulation. And this is like. Uh, Sorry, you're fine. Okay. Like really, I I don't want to say violent, but it's extremely physical contact. Yeah. And uh, to achieve this like crazy orgasm, Uh, a lot of people. Yeah.
2: yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
6: Uh, a lot of people have to uh, have somebody help them through this orgasm because it's such an intense kind of orgasm that it it scares people <laughs> and that there's something called an orgasm midwife to help you through having a megagasm because they're that intense.
5: So all these that you described are clearly only female orgasms.
6: Yes. This is for females. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel left out a little bit?
5: No, I don't feel left out. I feel like it's it's the world's largest jigsaw puzzle. Boy. And there's about 4,000 pieces missing. <laughs>
2: the biggest Rubik's <laughs> Cube ever? Yes.
5: It's impossible. <laughs> Very few people have the connection to make that most of those happen.
6: That's true. I, I personally would not want to have a megagasm. It sounds just almost painful.
5: And additionally, you could have all of those things happen. Your man can do those. Doesn't mean you're in love.
4: Oh,
6: hey. no. <laughs> for, like, uh, I don't think you have to be in love for any of those. No. Probably the breathing one might help because just mentally, you know, women may, you know, feel that connection, get more turned on. But as far as megagasm go, you could be single as hell.
5: We got tickets <laughs> we're going to give away to Hop Jam, and we're going to give those away when we come back. Welcome to the
3: Thunderdome, bitch. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. What's
4: that? Sounds stupid.
3: 97.5 KMOD.
5: Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Hub Jam is happening on May 22nd, that's a Sunday, downtown at the Brady Arts District. It's a free music beer festival. Music's free, beer you have to pay for. Eh, It just seems fair that way. Yeah. (laughs)
8: He keeps out the riffraff. (laughs) We wanted to come back, you know, next year.
5: Yeah. So we're going to give away some tickets right now by playing a game. To the beer part of it. Third annual hop jam. More at KMOD.com. The link for the different levels of beer drinking tickets are all right there. And so we're going to play a game that we started a couple weeks ago that we're still getting our hands around. And it's called ATM. It's money that we got from our YouTube account that... It's When the money's gone, it's gone. We bought headphones. One person's won. So I think we've are we we're got to be near $600. $670.80 to be exact. Yeah, so let's nice. see if we can give some away right now with ATM for Hop Jam tickets. Money, money, money. So you call up at 918-460-KMOD, and I will ask you three questions. They will progressively get harder. You have to get all three questions right to win the money automatically when i get you on the phone you're going to get those tickets to hot jam so because we don't want you guys crying
7: <laughs> you guys never give me anything too hard <laughs> shut up
5: so let's get somebody on the phone right now good morning you're on the air what is your name
2: uh, this is jeff.
5: jeff how are you today i'm good man all right jeff i'm gonna ask you three questions answer them the best that you can you'll have 15 seconds to answer each question okay
10: all right,
5: man. All right, here we go. The first question is: How many people are on the BMMS full time? How many people? How many people are on the BMMS full time? Four. Four is your answer. Uh, yes. Okay. Next question that we have now—it's going to get a little bit harder. Okay. All right. In 1991, during the first George Bush Gulf War. Whitney Houston had an unlikely chart hit with what patriotic song? Ooh.
2: Patriotic
5: first, song. First Gulf War, Whitney Houston had an unlikely chart hit with what patriotic song? Um, patriotic song in Whitney Houston. We need an answer from you, Jeff. Uh, I will always love you. I will always love you. All right. And the third question, and this is where it's getting really hard. Cows have sweat glands in what part of their bodies? Ooh,
2: cows have sweat glands in what part of the body?
5: Uh, cows uh, have sweat pant- glands in sweat what part of the- pants? Sweat glands in what part of their bodies?
4: Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, tongue. man.
5: Tongue is your answer. All right, man. Let's find out if you're gonna get these right. Uh, if you get them all right, you're going to get $70. Are you ready? I'm ready, man. All right. For the first question, it's supposed to be the easiest question. Uh, how many people are on the show full time? Well, Jeff said four people. And the answer is four. So congratulations. You got that one right. Got to get okay. two more right for the cash. You're already getting those tickets for Hop Jam on May 22nd. Okay. So you're definitely going to get to enjoy some beer. Uh, the second question that we have was in 1991, during the first George Bush Gulf War, Whitney Houston had an unlikely chart hit with what patriotic song? Well, after careful deliberation, Jeff said, I will always love you. I will always love you was your answer. And is, do you feel like that song's very
1: patriotic? No, but I did. I, in 91, I was nine years
5: old. Yeah. So you know, you know that that's incorrect then, right? Yeah. So, do you remember Whitney Houston singing any other songs that were a big deal?
10: Uh,
1: no, not really. No, not 91.
5: The answer is the Star Spangled Banner. Oh, really? She, she has one of the most renowned versions of it. So you didn't get that right. The last one you had was, cows have sweat glands in what part of their bodies? <laughs> he said tongue. The answer is noses.
2: Noses.
5: Noses. So you don't get any cash, Jeff, but you are actually going to be getting uh, those tickets for Hop Jam, and we'll be out there. We're actually broadcasting live starting at noon, I believe. Okay. So uh, come by and say hi to us. Maybe we can toast to you being a loser. <laughs> All right, buddy. Hang on the line so Gimpy can get your info, okay? All right. All right. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry,
3: you're such a loser. <laughs>
5: did you know that one, Sam? The tongue? The tongue and the Whitney Houston one.
6: Um, I did not know about the um the Whitney Houston. I did, well I knew that she sang it, I just didn't know that it was like a hit, I guess. And I'm totally brain farted. Like I was thinking of what I would have said the bodyguard, but I know she didn't sing the bodyguard. The bodyguard is your <laughs> patriotic song? So I, I can only think of because like I know they had a hat on. And then uh, the cows and the sweat glands and their noses, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Yeah. Those, uh, why would you need to?
5: My, my nose runs. Maybe it's sweating when I'm deucing. Ew,
6: gross. That means they can like smell their own boogers. Well,
5: Go ahead, Sam. Finish that thought.
6: Um I was thinking cuz if they're sweaty then 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 it's like wet and then they can uh-huh. smell their boogers better but I uh-huh. guess everybody has boogers in their nose that they don't smell. Never uh-huh. mind. That didn't make We can sense.
5: all smell our boogers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do your boogers smell like?
6: I don't I don't I don't think I can smell my boogers.
5: Well no, you just said everybody can smell their boogers.
6: May No, well I <laughs>
2: everybody has that's where you smell stuff but
5: to watch the wheels turn <laughs> so is really slow. something of an, an amazing thing
9: the crash
5: there's the great wall of china Hester there's the eiffel crashing. tower there's the taj mahal right there's the grand canyon and then there's watching sam's brain turn <laughs> you really can't figure that out can no,
6: you i'm stumped yeah maybe boogers don't stink i don't know uh, maybe
5: maybe
7: maybe
6: Huh. You
5: know what? They definitely don't taste good. No. Well, to some. <laughs> there's some I've never had a booger. There. I was like, well, that's delicious. I'm sure if you ask like a
7: four or five, you'll be like, that is the tastiest thing I've ever put in my mouth. The, the, to me, they hate it when there's that's dirt sick. or grit
5: in there and you're like, oh, grinds down. Oh, yeah. If you've teeth ever had sand on your stuff. teeth, it's just like that. I'm tapping just right like now. We're going to take a break and we'll be back. <laughs> Let's go.
3: Tulsa's morning show. The Big Mad Morning Show. Shut up with your names. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD.
5: Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And this is a pretty cool story from Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, you know, Deadpool. We were talking uh, earlier about him, and Ryan Reynolds um, spent $58 million to make um, Deadpool. Yeah, He lobbied 10 years to get it made. He did some trickery hmm. where he released some rough footage at a Comic-Con to try and persuade the movie company to give him the... The green light to make the movie. Yeah. I mean, he did all these. He really worked on it for a long time. But he bought the rights to the movie a long, long time ago. Okay. Uh, it made seven hundred and sixty million dollars <laughs> so far. <laughs>
7: Out of how much did he invest in
5: Fif- that? Well, I don't know how much he invested, but the, they lighted fifty-eight million to make
7: it, and in seven hundred million. Let's just
5: say he did a hundred million. It uh-huh. made seven times that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, sh- and we're not even talking about merchandising wow. and all that other stuff that wow. he did. Whoa. Um, but apparently a cinema got fined for showing Deadpool and serving beer. So Ryan Reynolds paid the fine.
7: Well, that's cool. Wow. Question, why were they fined for showing a movie and serving beer? There's lots of movie places out there that do that nowadays. Um,
5: I didn't read that part in the story. <laughs>
7: okay. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, but it doesn't make sense like why they would do that. There's a place down in Dallas, and I think the Warren even does it. Uh, it's called Beer in a Movie. You go down there, you get you a beer. And a meal?
6: Yeah. And watch a movie. At the Warren, I think uh, I had a glass of sh- wine, and Simba had beer. So I, I think it's...
5: Yeah. I, I don't know the whole deal about it. Uh, this says that um, breweries, brewer, brew, brew wives, brew vibes... Owner Rocky Anderson has stated, still moving forward, that the lawsuit against the state and federal court over the existence of a Utah law.
7: Okay, so some stupid law
6: that
5: nobody cares about. It's
6: just Hmm. theirs. Yeah.
5: Okay. Uh, And this has apparently happened before with some other movies, uh, because, you know, you probably lose your mind if you're watching a movie and drinking. I know, you go (laughs)
7: crazy. It's very dangerous. We were talking
5: about Ryan Reynolds, and I can't think of a movie he's done that's really bad. And then I looked at the list, and I was looking at them. I was like, <laughs> "Adventureland's pretty good. Uh, Just Friends, Amityville Horror, Van Wilder, of course, The Proposal, yes. Green Lantern's okay. And now that you know about Deadpool, you know the 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 like his love of comic books and why he he did that, and they green-lighted him for that." uh the change-ups really good safe house is solid the croods is good uh and then i saw r.i.p.d and i was like Ugh,
7: yeah that was a turd yeah that's a
5: really bad movie
2: so bad i
5: was telling um flake i watched a movie over the weekend with tom hardy who i think is probably one of the most phenomenal actors right now and it sucked oh, really <laughs> yeah it was called the drop james okay. gandolfini's in it okay and tom hardy plays this Robert De Niro esque type of bartender, like he he to me he acts like Robert De Niro in the movie, and the 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 bar is a drop location for the Chechenian army um, gang. Okay, and so they're dropping money and filtering laundering money through it. Yeah, and uh, so long story short, the whole movie he's just this reserved pussy. And then at the very end He blows the guy's face off And you're like Where's this guy been The whole movie <laughs> You don't watch Tom Hardy oh, movies For a rom-com There's a cute
6: puppy In that movie too Yeah huh? he finds
5: a dog And oh, yeah, man, yeah. So cute. Uh, Yeah so the drop Don't waste your time At all Alright let's get uh,
9: Poppin' here For Balls to the Wall Sports Oklahoma City Thunder wrap up their series with the Dallas Mavericks. Last night, 118-104. They move on to play the San Antonio Spurs. Game number one will be Saturday night, April 30th, in San Antonio. Game number two will be on May 2nd. Both games will be on TNT for the television broadcast. Clippers point guard Chris Paul suffered a fracture in his right shooting hand during Monday night's loss to the Trail Blazers, and he did not return. He will have an MRI, but is it is expected to show that he will likely not return this season. Speaking of not returning, that will be Steph Curry. Diagnosed with a right MCL grade one sprain. He's going to miss at least two weeks, then be re-evalued after that point. There's a chance he could miss games all the way through games three and four in the next series, depending on how long this series goes with the Trailblazers and the Clippers. So expect Steph Curry to be out a while. And the St. Louis Blues Finally put the Blackhawks out of their misery last night. 3-2 to two victory, and the Stanley Cup champion, we will have a new one in 2016. The NHL has not had a repeat champion since the Detroit Red Wings won the Stanley Cup back in 1997 and 1998. Oh, yeah, and by the way, the... Uh Second Circuit United States Court of Appeals said Tom Brady has to serve his four-game suspension.
5: That yeah. story's still in the news. That's huge, and uh, I was reading some articles about why they went it. That is that they're like, Goodell's at some point has to have the power to punish people regardless of past
9: things. And it made sense for Tom Brady to
5: appeal it all the way up. It, it could mean millions of dollars.
9: Man. And he's not done yet. He can take it to the Supreme Court. Which they're already talking about doing. He should.
5: It means millions of dollars. (laughs)
9: Yeah, he should. Uh, The four games he would miss, Cardinals, Dolphins, Texans, and Bills. So So,
5: Texans, right? Cardinals, maybe. Those are are
9: big games. Dolphins are pretty good, too. Well, I mean, the Bills and the Dolphins, I mean, all those are really big games. I mean, those teams are all expected to be good this year.
5: And it doesn't, I mean, why not let him, like, why fight it, too? Because
9: they have a great backup so let him get some some snaps and, and call it a day. That's what they drafted him for. Yes, might as well. It's so funny though to see that this is going to go to the Supreme Court. And it's it has just nothing. A point. To, has nothing to do with them. By the way, saying you definitely let air out of footballs. No, it's about the procedure of how yes. it went down. Is how they're ruling on it. Right.
5: Chiefs are in the same thing with uh, Goodell in a in a punishment that doesn't make any sense. Yes, and they'll just keep
9: probably do the same thing all the way as high as they can take it. That's Balls to the Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show.
5: 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Congratulations. Aaron Watts of Tulsa heard the cue to get qualified for CMAL 2016. We're going to be qualifying people every hour. And the giveaway is Thursday. So you've got to get in there and get that qualifying happen when you hear the cue at the top of every hour, every hour with us and throughout the day with Linden Lunchbox. Thursday is the giveaway at Stillhouse Bar and Grill at 89th and Memorial. So make sure you listen for that cue. All the details you need are at KMOD.com. It's time for listener emails. You can always email us, show at KMOD.com, show at KMOD.com. We read the email and then you guys give advice. This one says, hey, guys, I'd rather not have my name or title on the air, but you guys know who I am. That's me editing. Oh, (laughs) so I'm in a bit of a pickle with family matters. I'm 23, almost 24 years old, but still at home with dad. Like I said, I live with my dad. My mother left about five years ago due to my dad being a major control freak. The controlling has been turned to me now, and he has stolen my identity numerous times with credit cards. Accidental death insurance, dismemberment insurance policies with him only as the beneficiary, not any of my other family. He got the accidental death and dismemberment insurance on me after my brother died in a motorcycle accident three years ago. It recently has gotten to the point to where he has managed to get into my personal bank account and document everything I buy and how much my payments are on everything and leaving everything he documents right next to the door. He's also involved in a little bit of illegal activity. He works 10 hours a week, and we live in South Tulsa homes. If you catch on what I'm trying to say, gun emoji, weed emoji. I'm working now to pay off my car and other bills so I can start school. That's the reason I'm still living with him. I don't have any other family or friends I can move in with, so my question to you guys and the listeners is, what should I do? Why would any of you guys... How would any of you guys handle the situation? Thank you. Love the show. P.S. Let me know when you are going to read this so I can hear it. (laughs) We're reading it. Man. Hey, hey. (laughs) So I've got a guy. He lives with his dad. He's 24 and his dad is in his business. I don't know why we need to know what his dad does, whether it's a legal activity or not. I don't know if that has anything to do. That has no bearing on your situation.
6: Oh, like if... Since it's illegal, he should have less of a say?
5: It's, a, it's erroneous. It has zero to do on the, what he does for a living has zero to do on his dad controlling his life. Right. No, it's just painting
7: the picture of this is how much of a dick my dad really is. You know what I mean? I, I don't know.
5: I know some drug dealers that are really great people. <laughs> yeah. You, you know them. what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know if, again, I don't see the.
6: hes like, yeah, I do too. It's
5: like people that wear, you know, gray shirts or dicks.
6: <laughs> hey. <laughs> Careful. Mine's black. Oh, okay.
5: Colorblind
8: watch?
6: There's a big difference
8: between black and gray
6: That looks grayish
8: (laughs) Sam's two-tone blind, she only sees colors
6: (laughs) She can't see black or white
5: Uh, So what should this guy do? 918-460-KMOD Lives at home because he's trying to Get some stuff paid off so he can go to school And his dad is in his life How does dad get in his bank account?
6: Yeah, that's I mean, you had to give up some information Yes, or you did
5: save password
6: Uh, Yeah, that's true too
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs>
6: Change your password. So easy. Don't save password. No.
5: They say that's the number one way people uh, steal identities.
6: Going to a computer that they've saved stuff yes. on? Yes.
5: Most people do save password. They don't know their passwords. Guilty. Yeah. For sure. Everybody is. You're not. I don't think you're alone in that. Uh, Alright, so let's go to the phones and get some advice. Brandon is with us. Hey, Brandon, how are you?
1: Pretty good. How are you today? Good.
5: What should this guy do?
1: Uh, He's Twenty-four, he could move. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty, pretty simple. Like, I'm glad he called in because I enjoy this segment of the show. Or wrote in, I enjoy this segment of the show. But uh, you could, you could just move. I moved at 18. I'm 40 now. I'm all right.
5: Yeah, but he's trying to pay off stuff so he can go to school.
1: There's, there's many different things. There's a recruiting office all over South Tulsa. They'll take you. The National Guard's always looking. So you say, He's moved out of the house for 16 weeks at least.
5: Right, right. He'll be away for a while. Not much his dad can do there. Right on. All right, Brendan. have a great day. Thanks, you too. See you later, buddy. Uh, Brian is on the phone. Hi, Brian.
1: Yeah, hey. Brendan hit the nail on the head. I mean, I, I didn't leave the house until I was 21, and I was kind of in the same boat where I was just ready to get out on my own, but it, it's tough for a young guy. And uh, so I joined the military, and it turned out to be the best choice I ever made. You know, I, I stayed in for 20 years, and I just retired. And uh, it's a it's a great way to get out on your own two feet and uh, and get out of that, get out from under that thumb. You know, as long as he's under Dad's roof, you know the saying is Dad's rules. So yeah,
5: Brian, what branch of service? Marine Corps. Thank you for your service and uh, simplify. Absolutely simplify. Take care. Thanks, man.
7: I've always hated that. You're going to live under my house. You're going to live under my rules.
5: I get it. I get
7: to but say you, it now. As a, <laughs> as a parent, I get to say it. But growing up, I hated it. Oh, yeah. I hated that.
5: Right, because that, that's a in- conversation ender. Yes. All right, fine. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about that. There's no way around it. Nope. Uh, to- Tommy's on. Hi, Tommy. How are you? Pretty good. Tommy, what uh, do you think this guy should do? Well, hell,
1: he, can, he can close his, close his bank again and, and open up another one. And don't, don't leave any information. Don't tell him. Just do it.
2: And,
1: I don't know, I mean, I, my dad moved in with me when I was about 25, and he did his business, I did mine. But it's was like, uh a set and go home. I mean, that that, that may sound kind of harsh, but.
2: Yeah,
5: got to cover yourself, right?
1: I mean, and, and there's lots of places, places that will give you an you know, apartment for being a part-time manager. They're, they're always looking. Yeah, I, I've had a couple friends do that, but, you know. They're only, your dad's only in your business as so much as you let him in your business. Tommy, all
5: thanks right. thanks for calling, man. All
1: right, man. See
5: you later. All right, uh, all right man. That's pretty much the gist of it. Listener email from a guy who uh, he's twenty four. I mean, I think we've pretty much covered this. What do you think, Cornflake?
8: Yeah, dude. You can join the military. You can get your you know own apartment. That's uh, hell. Go to Craigslist. Look for a roommate. You know, if you need a second source of income, hit that up. Uh, get a new bank account, don't save your passwords, it's just, it seems like there's a lot of tiny little things you need to cover, just take care of the situation. Sam?
6: It's time to put on your grown-up pants, you're old enough, like, uh... Your dad should not know that your passwords, he shouldn't be in your business that much, but you're living with him. Like I think you're, you want to be a grown-up, but you're not acting like a grown-up, so he's still treating you like a kid. So I like the military idea. Go join the military and show him that you can be a man. It's hard to be like, treat me like a grown-up, but you're still asking for stuff as if you're a kid. So I don't know, go join the military. It's a great idea.
5: Well, join the reserve.
6: Yeah, or join full-out join the military.
5: Right, but that changes his plan he was trying to achieve.
6: Well, like, I know you're going to school and stuff, but if you you can do that in the military, then they'll pay for all of it.
5: Gimby. I think you definitely
7: have to move out and get away from Dad. You can join the military if you want, or you could just go on about your business. Uh, Change your bank account, obviously, because he's already got that information, but just... Get out. You may have to work a job or two, you know, to afford it, but it'll be worth it in the end. And then you don't have your control freak dad ruining your life. So just just
5: move. This is a term I've learned recently: delayed gratification. What
7: is delayed gratification? Well, he
5: wants inst- instant gratification. Nope. He he wants to be able to go to school. He still he wants his plan not changing. Okay. Instead of delaying his gratification, ah, uh-huh. right. So, uh, you I think you have a couple options. Gimpy's point is, yeah, he's probably like, my house, my rules. We'll start peeling away the rules. There you go. So get a peel box. Have everything mailed to the peel box. Brilliant. Don't do any banking or anything inside your home. Slowly start peeling away.
6: I feel like you're. if you are living under your parents' roof, it is their rules. I mean, that's just what it is about, you know, living with your parents. I don't
5: even think you have to say parents. Under anybody's home who pays all the bills?
6: Yeah. You don't get to make rules. Yeah. You get to abide by rules. And I, if you don't like that, right. then you got to move out by yourself.
5: I think for me, the most alarming thing is if your dad's doing illegal activity, you're on the radar. Yep.
6: You know about it.
5: You Well, you just put yourself in a situation where if they raid the house, you're going to get cuffed and probably arrested. Yeah, because how many times have the cops heard, no, man, it's not mine. It's not me. Yeah, you it's know my what dads. I mean? Yeah, it's my dad's. You know, he'd eventually maybe get cleared, but who wants the hassle yeah. of like dealing with all that? Yeah,
7: it's just too much to deal with. And it, yeah, yeah.
5: So I would say just start peeling away, just peel a little bit of layer, a little bit of time. And the other part is the dad seriously sounds like a manipulator. Well, and I mean, he, he lost a son, so he's trying to protect his other son, mm-hmm. and he's, he's trying to watch over his kid. It doesn't sound like his dad's taking anything. Whoa. Except for his bank account information.
6: Well, I mean... He's it, not taking money. He's yeah. just trying to, like... He's trying to help... A, yeah. yeah,
7: I think he's trying to help him. Okay, so it's like his heart's in the right place, but his mind isn't. Is his logistics
2: basic? are in the
6: yeah. wrong place. Well, I mean, and yeah. his mind could be in the right place. His son just doesn't agree with him. Yeah. Like, they don't agree with whatever their end goal should be, but... Uh, so what do you mean that his... Why do you think the dad's a manipulator?
5: Um, because he's, uh, he's trying to control... Control and manipulation is kind of a thin line. So I think that he's trying to keep him under his thumb. Uh, And sometimes people in those environments are scared to walk away.
6: By being helpful?
5: Like he's lost faith in himself. So his dad's created an environment that makes him not believe he's capable of handling all these things or uh,
7: moving out. You wouldn't be able to make it without my help. Yes. Without me, you're nothing.
5: Yes.
6: Man. Man. I guess I, I didn't get that from that email. That his dad's manipulated. I, I, in my mind, well, he's not going to
5: come out and say it. So most people that are manipulated have no idea they're being manipulated. Yeah, that's I, the point of manipulation. If they knew they wouldn't.
6: I be guess manipulated. In, like when I read that email, I'm just thinking of a dad that's like super trying to help. Like maybe he's not exactly on the up and up with the weed thing or whatever, but that he's just. Um, Obviously, the dad went through something traumatic with losing a son, and maybe he is uh, helping out a little too much, a little over-involved, because he feels a little guilty for not being involved enough in the other one's life.
5: He has stolen my identity numerous times with credit cards and accidental death insurance and dismemberment insurance policies, as him is the only beneficiary.
6: I didn't know that he stole it. Okay.
5: So, for (laughs) like, the insurance thing, whatever. Parents can do that. Some parents do it. Right? Uh, If you have that type of insurance on somebody. Like your dad oh. could now, your dad right now, Sam, could take up one of those policies out on you. Okay. But keep naming him as the beneficiary, a little suspect. Yeah.
6: And stealing identity?
5: Stealing identity is a completely different issue. To me, those are not related at all. Yeah. Those are two completely different issues. Uh, if he, Turn him in but that's your dad, man. So what, man?
6: That's your identity. I know
5: plenty of people that are fathers that don't get you're the best dad ever on Father's <laughs> Day cards. Yeah.
6: Yeah, right? And then like to steal your identity, that is messed up. That screws you up for life.
5: People do it no. all the time.
7: My folks did it to me. I still have a $200. Your parents what? stole your identity? Oh yeah, and my brothers and my aunts what? and Oh, yeah. They would open up. Yeah. Listen, I still have a $200 debt to Cox Cable because my folks got cable in my name. Yeah. And yet they have never paid it. All right. So that one, I can't, (laughs) until I pay that off, I can't get any cable in my name. You're Okay. okay.
6: Like, you're not pissed? Oh, I was
7: furious. Furious, but I mean, what can I do? It's the the toothpaste is already out of the tube, so there's nothing I could do about it. They have opened up gas bills in mine and my brother's name and my aunt's name, my mom's sister's. Okay. Uh, they all kinds of stuff. Uh, Nope, nope,
8: nope. But knowing who you are, you're you're like, yeah, water under the bridge, whatever, right? I let it go. I mean, yeah, Yeah. at first I was furious. I'm like, what the hell is this?
7: No way. No way. But it's like, well, why? Why'd you let it go? What can I do about it? I can. It's against, the, it's against the law. Yeah, I could say something about it. Is it going to get fixed? No, I still owe Cox 200 bucks. My parents are never going to pay it. Mom's dead now. She's <laughs> definitely not paying it. She ain't paying it anytime soon. So, I mean, there's really there's nothing I could do. So, yeah, it's just water in the bridge. Lesson learned. You know, Less- what lesson did you learn? Uh, Well, I what guess-
5: did you do that was negligent that okay, caused so you maybe, to do that?
7: Maybe lesson learned isn't the right word to, to, to use, right phrase to use right there. But it's just uh, I, I don't know. I just OK. It is what it is. Let me go on with my life now oh, because yeah. all that's done. Wow. I don't have to worry
5: about that anymore.
6: No way. I think I accountability okay it, with that. for me
5: in my life. Accountability is a big deal. Yeah. And, or, even if it's blood. There's that scene in the movie Blow. When his son, when her son, he comes. Johnny Depp's character comes back, uh-huh. and he's like, hey, dad. And dad's like, hey, and they drink, and mom's a little like, what are you doing here? And she calls the police and turns him in. Right, because... He's he's a criminal. Yeah,
7: yeah. Some people can do that. Some people don't. I'm, <sighs> you know, I guess I'm one of those ones that don't. It's so, like, is right. it
6: not awkward, like, to be brought up with your dad now? It's just your dad that, he's the only one around that did that, right? Yeah, and
7: I haven't talked to that guy in... If it's laughable, I haven't talked to him in a long time. So is that
6: the reason why you haven't talked to him? Is because he's you know no that just because that
7: type of behavior. No, we've we've parted ways for the most part. He moved on with uh, this gal, this other woman. He found another woman. He found another woman. Wow, does that hurt? Not really. I expect it. I expect he should kind of like when I die, whatever, or my wife dies. I expect them, me or her, to move on and be with somebody else. Not to sit here pining for me for the rest of the life, you know? So it's expected, but he's not moved. my life. I want her to be miserable. He's moved on. <laughs> he's living Suffer with somebody man. else. So it's like, all right, you do your thing. I'll do my thing. We'll talk, be a text every
8: night. Okay, again. so it's not for you, it's not worth it to try and get the money to just no. not talk to him. As like, yeah, it's you'd rather not talk to him than get money.
7: No, it's not that I don't want to talk to him. We just don't talk. We've never really been close anyway, me and my folks,
5: you know? So it's like, all right, whatever. Just another day for me. I, I'm not critiquing. I get it. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. But I miss my dad so much. I can't imagine not having like him being around, but me going, I don't want to talk to him. You know what I mean? I'm Again, I'm not saying you're not warranted. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I just can't wrap my brain around the part of my dad being alive and not talking to him.
7: I got you there, understandably. This could be a stepdad versus real dad sort of thing.
5: Yeah, but he's your he, he's not your real dad, but he he's your dad. Yeah,
7: you're right. You are absolutely right. He did. But right, because you don't not... know who your blood dad is. Exactly. But there was never, ever really that special father-son bond like you probably had with your dad. Huh. Like Cornflake okay. has with his dad. Right. Like Sam has with her mom. Hell, even with my mom, blood mom. We weren't like super duper close or really? anything like that. Yeah, yeah. They just go, do your thing, you be you. What's What's that about? I don't know. I don't know, but I just accepted it and okay, fine. I think it was more of, here you got Gimpy here with this tiny little hand. We don't want to feel sorry for him. We don't. We want him to believe that he can do whatever. So it's just like, you go and do whatever. We don't want to hold you back.
5: So you think that maybe they tough loved you? Pretty much, yeah. Huh. I think so.
7: But hey, wow. it's, it's okay. It's made me who I am today. And, and yeah, we're not close. The only person in my family that I am really super close to is my older brother uh and that's all he's the one living on your couch right not anymore he finally moved out Oh, okay yeah he finally moved out of the uh, kids
5: room which is good (laughs) my my, my boys (laughs) got their room back how long ago uh last week week before uh so you probably have a better family relationship with your wife's family than you did with yours yes wow absolutely which is all right with me right they're uh, okay so let me ask you this is your wife's father More of a father to you than your dad was? Uh, My wife's father, her real
7: dad, no, not at all whatsoever. Her stepdad is my age. So we're not like father, son, Uh, uh, son, uh, father. uh. We're more buddies than than anything, which is all right. That's right, right, because
8: you're older than your wife. Yes, by only like three years. Okay. All right, well, coming up on Maury, we're going (laughs) to give (laughs) Cornflake a date. (laughs) Dude,
5: that is some trippy stuff.
2: Yeah. That was deep.
5: That's some trippy stuff, man. That's the kind of things that happen in your life that uh, one could say could do some damage. It probably
7: has. It probably has. I've just repressed it or suppressed it so much, you know, just buried it, buried it deep down in there that I just forget about it. i got other stuff to go on with my That's life and worry healthy.
3: about.
5: Wow. <laughs> I want to say I would have never guessed, but I totally would have guessed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, like I said, we're going to get Cornflake a date when we come back.
3: More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD.
5: Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918 460 KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829 45. Move on to something a little more different as we are trying something new. See, Cornflake is recently
8: completely single. Recently? Yeah, <laughs> recently. By like six months? Yeah, no, something. no. Yeah, yeah. Six months? Has it been six months? No. Well, we're four months into We the all year. went to dinner together in December.
5: Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, that's right.
2: That's so, right. I, so I think
5: maybe two. Two or three, yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't counting that. It was before Valentine's Day. They were dating. Yeah. Yeah. So February, March, April. So two, maybe three months. Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Pretty, again, recently. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so we decided we were going to start something called Date the Flake.
6: Ladies and gentlemen, guys and gals, freaks and geeks, I hope you're ready because it's time to Date the
2: Flake.
5: So we're going to talk to somebody today, tomorrow, and Thursday. Three different women. (laughs) And we'll pick one of them to go on a date with Cornflake. You'll go out to dinner beforehand. And then you'll meet up with all of us at Smoke and Guns, which is happening Saturday at the BOK Center, which is a boxing MMA event between police officers and firefighters to raise money for the Special Olympics of Oklahoma and the Oklahoma Burn Camp uh, that the firefighters are benefiting. So today's lucky contestant is on the phone with us contestant number one how are you today
10: i'm doing good how are you
5: good are you nervous
10: um a little bit just because i know so many people are listening um
5: <laughs> well we're not using your real name we're just using contestant number one
10: okay cool,
5: cool all right now when we describe you they may know who you are why don't you tell everybody how tall you are
10: um i'm five seven
5: five, seven. okay and right. <laughs> what is your hair color and your eye color
10: uh, my hair is kind of a dark brown with a little bit of tint to red to it because I dye it. Um, and then I have green eyes most days. There's a little blue and again, but mainly green.
5: <laughs> okay. And you're currently going to college with a double major? What are you, crazy?
10: I am crazy, um, especially since I go to TU. Um, yeah.
5: Yeah. Wow. So, already, <laughs> so, just so you know, <laughs> going into this cornflake, huge debt.
10: <laughs> right.
5: <laughs> <laughs> huge debt. Uh,
10: Absolutely. Um, I'm one of the very lucky TU students who will come out debt-free. So um, I got enough scholarships and have been lucky enough to get good enough jobs and internships that I will come out debt-free. So that's a fun fact about me.
8: <laughs> Son of a bitch! Is this like a genius grant? <laughs>
10: um, more like I always tell people that I'm not actually as smart as they probably think I am. Um, it's more I'm just really hardworking. Um, I know exactly what I want from my education, so. I know when I need to to get myself
5: there. Contestant number one, I can speak your language here. Uh, She's good at getting money out of people. (laughs) Usually, probably in some essay form, I would imagine.
10: Yeah, yeah, or
4: interviews
5: like this. Uh, uh, All right, well, let's start with our questions. Gimpy and Sam and myself are each going to ask questions. Cornflake will interject as we go, okay? Awesome.
10: Lay on me.
5: All right. uh, So, why did you sign up for Date the Flake?
10: Okay, so um, I signed up for Data Flakes for two different reasons. Um, one, I listen to the show almost every morning. I listen on iHeartRadio when I'm getting ready. Um, and I just love everybody and I always just feel like I wanna cuddle cornflake. Like I feel <laughs> I just feel like you need a good time. Um, and then the other part is we're in the middle of finals at T U right now and I go and study in these little tiny cubicles in the top of the library and I've been up there for like eight hours one day. And I was looking through BMMS' Facebook, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to put in for date the flake. I was like, they probably won't pick me because I'm kind of young. Um, but I was like, you know what? What the heck? If, if I get picked, it'll be a really good time, and um, I'll show cornflake a good time. So so why not? You know? Roll <laughs> right. the dice. Let's have a good time.
5: That's, those are great answers. All right, Sam?
6: Uh, what is one thing you never want your parents to know about you?
10: Um... <laughs> So, I'm sure they know I drink because I'm in college, but uh, I started drinking when I was like 15, maybe younger. Um, <laughs> middle school and high school did not treat me the best. So, um, I've always really enjoyed drinking, although I wouldn't say it's a problem or that I'm like an alcoholic by any means, obviously. But
2: Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> you have a problem dating an alcoholic? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, but, um,
10: but yeah, So I, I like to drink now and again. And um, I'm sure that, that that terrifies my parents. <laughs>
7: Gimpy. Hey, you're in one hour date with Cornflake. You're in your date with Cornflake for one hour straight, and you get okay. to meet Richard Cranium for the very first
10: time. <laughs> you, you know okay. who Richard
5: Cranium is, right?
10: Yeah, it's like uh, Cornflake's drunk alter ego, right? Yeah, it's not he it. it. He's a real douchebag,
5: yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So okay. you're
7: in this date for an hour, you get to meet Richard Cranium for the very first time. What do you do?
10: I'm going to assume that I'm meeting Richard Cranium equally drunk. Um, I'll give you two scenarios. So, if we're equally drunk, um, drunk me is pretty oblivious to everything. I'm very happy when I drink. So, um, I'm sure it'd be fine. It'd, it'd roll off me like stuck off the water's back. And then the other end of it is, um, I think I would handle it well. Most of my friends are kind of not, they're kind of a-holes, but I mean, I adore them.
2: So...
10: <laughs> um, so I think it would be fine. I'm not. I'm not worried about
5: anything like that. Okay. Okay. So you're. Yeah. You're. You're completely fine with that. And she likes character, right? <laughs> I
10: do. <laughs> Even I, like if I he's a character all through high school. Like, character is what I do.
5: <laughs> How many sexual partners have you had?
10: or oh, uh, five, five. Okay. Um, this, this, m- most of the people I've dated. Uh, maybe like one I haven't.
5: Okay. I haven't have you ever been yeah. with a girl?
10: Yeah, actually. Um... <laughs> So one of my really best friends is kind of an on and off um fling that I have and um we've been friends for probably like four or five years. So normally when I'm not dating somebody I'm with her. Or if she's not dating somebody, or if she is dating somebody. You know, whatever. A boat. So okay. you you're
5: you're bisexual then? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay.
6: <laughs> um have you ever had a one night stand?
10: Yes, and I dated the guy afterwards actually. Um <laughs> uh that would have been like two
6: summers ago. Wait, yeah. that's not a one night stand. A one night stand is when you have sex with somebody and you never see him again. Just by Felicia, them.
5: Or there's a long time before you do see him again.
6: Right, but you don't date them. It's just like yeah, you- it
10: was it was a long time before I saw him again. Um, it was supposed to be a one night stand, <laughs> but it didn't turn out that way. So I guess I guess technically no, by Sam's definition, no. Uh, by Corbin's des- definition, sorta It depends on how you. Okay. How you categorize? It. I've intended to before, it just didn't work out.
5: All right, uh, we're doing date the flake. We're speaking with contestant number one. The she may be going on a date with Cornflake Friday when we go to Smoking Guns, Gimpy, with
7: your lesbian friend that you like to have fun with every now and again. Uh, yeah. Even if she's with somebody or whatever. Um, what's the chances of you and Cornflake cooking up with said lesbian friends? Right. Not very likely, very likely, <laughs> or highly likely, <laughs> no, or les- definitely going to happen. Let's be honest, yes. Yeah.
10: Let's be honest. Um, probably not very likely. And I think that it would be more due to scheduling problems than anything else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, probably not. What do you mean? You can't schedule in a threesome? She
7: drive a bus route or something? What's the deal? <laughs> she a CIA agent?
10: <laughs> no, um, she's down in Norman.
5: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, are you trustworthy? And what makes you trustworthy? Based off what you've just told us, what makes you okay. trustworthy?
4: Um, so
10: I have a philosophy that I stick to really hard. And I'm sure that you're asking me this question because I said... You know, whether my friends are in a relationship or not. Because yes. um, I've always put it on the person in the relationship to make that choice. Um, and I'm always one of those people where, like, if you don't want to because you're in a relationship, like, that's totally cool. Like, no hard feelings at all. Um, and I normally don't pursue people who are in relationships. But um, we've just been friends for so long. So that's, that's up to her. But um, I think that I'm a trustworthy person. And I think I'm a trustworthy person for a couple of reasons. Um, one is... I always stick to what the person tells me so like um, if you want me to keep a secret I keep a secret if you're okay with something then I'm okay with that you know I'm all about the other person's comfort level Um, the other thing is that I've always felt like (laughs) I've always just felt like a dedicated person so I don't really go out of my way to be like super great friends with people just for no apparent reason Um, I have a tight-knit group of friends and that's pretty much it. And that's because I think it's important to know people on really personal levels. And when you know somebody on a personal level, you're you're pretty much asking them to give a part of themselves to you and to trust you with it. And so I just think that it's important to keep that trust and to make sure that they are capable of relying on you. Otherwise, what's the point of being friends with somebody if they can't call you when they need something or if they really need to vent something um, and they think that you can't keep your secret? So I'm, I'm really big on, like, don't break trust. Oh my God! Are we
5: still on my question? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. My, my bad. God. All right.
8: She gives, lot, she gives a lot of speeches. She's in college, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry.
10: I'm sorry. No, that no, you're you're fine. You're,
8: you're I get it. You're nervous. You're fine.
6: What is the most? What do you think is the most annoying thing about cornflake? <laughs> the
10: most annoying thing about cornflake.
2: You gotta be um, honest. I know
10: you want this date,
6: but honesty is real important. You just told Corbin you're an honest girl. <laughs> that's true.
10: Um, probably when he cornflakes stuff up. Like I'm a big fax person. So when I'm like, someone gives me a list of facts and they're wrong, I'm always
2: like, really? You could have spent five more minutes to figure this out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Awesome. Isn't
4: this fun how this starts? Yeah. And then it yeah. just kind of weaves around.
5: <laughs> uh, this is a text one before we go to Gimpy. Uh, are, you, are you familiar with Naked Man? And if you were on your second date, you went to get a glass of water and came back and Naked Man was in front of you. How would you feel?
10: Uh, I'm not familiar with Naked Man. Um,
5: so, Naked. Let me tell you what Naked Man is. Naked Man is where, when Cornflakes getting the vibe that there's sex that could happen, you'll leave the room, and when you return, he'll be completely naked.
10: Oh, when I return. Okay, I was imagining like turning around in the kitchen and being like, Oh.
5: That definitely is a scenario that
10: could yeah. likely
2: happen. It's yes, pretty
10: much oh. surprise penis. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
10: um, I would probably just ask like so what's what's your game plan for where we're at right now?
5: Like, <laughs> See you're not um, shying away, but it's not automatic either.
10: Yeah, I'd be like, okay, so so now that you're here, what's your next
5: step? <laughs> Ryan, okay.
7: Uh, Cornflake says he wants to have a small army of children, five or more. <laughs> okay? So one, are you down to have kids because some women are not? and if so, how many kids do would you like to have?
10: Oh, this is probably where I'll lose points. Um, I don't want children. Um, not it's not because I don't like kids, because I do. A lot of my friends have kids, and I love them. Um, and but I just I, I can't imagine myself as a parent at all. And plus, I want to. So I told Gimpy what my majors were. Um, I specifically want to go to law school, and I want to study international affairs and international trade law. So I want to travel a lot, which doesn't offer much opportunity for children. So so I guess the answer would be no kids.
5: Yeah, far. very career-oriented woman, woman, right? I am. Yeah. I am. M- don't let that fool you, like My wife said the same thing. <laughs> and now look at him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Life changes. Uh, all right. I don't have any more questions. Sam? Yeah, I'm good. Gimby? Uh I'll give it one
7: more okay. just for fun. If you get invited to Cornflake's house for dinner and you look in the backyard and you notice several suspicious freshly dug dirt mounds in the backyard, what do you do?
10: I'm going to ask if you buried them properly. I don't want the police to <laughs> up with me
2: there. <laughs> right. Did you put lie down? <laughs> like, do you need
10: help with that? Because I'm good at chemistry.
5: <laughs> right on. All right. Uh, now, uh. we're going to let uh, Flake ask you one question. And uh, then we'll be done. It's contestant number one for date the
8: flake, Corn Flake. Okay. Well, it it would go off the body thing is you have to bury a body before midnight tonight. What do you do?
10: Before midnight tonight? Yes. Um, So I'm in Tulsa right now, and um, I think that the first thing I would do is line my car with plastic sheeting because you don't want any evidence left behind. That's really important. and then I would take it out to the lake, d- uh, douse it in acid, and then dump it in the deepest portion of a lake that I could get close to because fish will actually eat a cadaver completely down to nothing, which most people don't let know. You just have to make sure you secure it so no, like, as the body decays, no limbs come off.
5: Even uh, with acid uh, on it, the fish will eat it? Even with acid?
10: Huh? Yeah, yeah, after it starts diluting down because um, water is, like, the ultimate dilutant for anything. So even acid, when you put acid in water, it'll dilute out and attach to molecules until it's dissipated. So once it gets down to
2: that point, she'll eat it. Wow! All
5: right, uh, <laughs> right, all right. Contestant number one, you've been a great contestant. Oh, go ahead, Sam.
10: Um, can you do any impressions for us, please?
5: Yes. Oh, yeah. Any
10: impressions? Mm-hmm. Um, I do a really good. <laughs> I was in theater in high school. Um, I do a really good like um, Canadian camper lady. So, like, children, how are you doing today? Are you ready to have a good time? <laughs> Almost Sarah Palin ish. Yeah, it's more Sarah Palin ish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I want to be the vice president of America
5: because moose. Because moose. Yeah. Uh, and then, do you know any jokes?
10: Any
5: jokes? Um, not off the top of my head. Okay, that's that's that counts as an answer. All right. Sorry well, thank you. That's all right. Thank you very much. You did a good job. We will uh, maybe be calling you on Friday. Okay. Um, alright have a wonderful day. See you later. Have a great day. That is contestant number one for Date the Flake. How do
8: you feel? She is in first place. 100%. Well, yes, yeah. there's only one
10: contestant.
8: Yeah. I'm
6: a little worried that she's too smart for Cornflake.
8: She's very energetic. That was that was interesting. She's get a lot to say. I mean, listen, I bug
5: around you. You, you need use? someone that can talk that much. She can make yeah. it up <laughs> for <it>. That's
8: true. <laughs>
5: you can be the silent partner.
8: I don't want to be another. You know, I don't want to date another cornflake. But you know, someone the opposite <laughs> of me, all energy and, and be to like him. smashing two
5: molecules together. Jeez,
2: oh, he's used to that. Yeah,
5: yeah. Sam, what do you think?
2: Uh,
6: she's in first place. Yeah. Yeah.
7: I like her. I like her. She's a talker. That's for dang sure. But uh, I, I say, yeah. Why not? I mean, she seems like a very fun girl. Absolutely, and smart. She's got a good head on her shoulders. I mean, she's double majoring in college. I was
5: worried when I saw the double major that she was a goody two-shoe. Oh yeah, yeah. Far from it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Far from it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She does not sound like a goody two-shoe at all.
6: Cornflake is your whole demeanor's changed. Like I can tell you're excited. I,
8: that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, we're going to do this two more times. Awesome! <laughs> <laughs> uh, all
5: right, got to take the bre- Take a break. We'll be back.
3: You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD.
9: Good morning. It's
5: the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829 45 there was a bunch of school kids from North Carolina that went to the 9 11 Memorial on Friday. I thought that's, that's a good field trip, right? Yeah, yeah. sweet. Go to the 9 11 Memorial. They decided they were so moved by the, the, the memorial and how well it was done emotionally that they decided to sing the Star Spangled Banner and the national anthem. Oh, Right? That's really cute.
6: They're moved.
5: Well, a guard was not having it what a guard was not having it did not want them singing I actually have the audio (laughs) amazing right yeah It's pretty good too, right?
2: Oh, legit.
5: Wow. They get interrupted because the guard said it was a public demonstration and they had to have a permit.
6: <laughs> what? Are you serious?
5: <laughs> it's a bunch of kids, man. I don't think demonstration knows age, man. <laughs> right. <sighs>
8: <laughs> right, no, everybody... yeah. yeah. So you, you have to have a permit to assemble. Isn't there a right to assemble peaceful assembly?
5: Sure, but that doesn't mean you 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 still have to have a permit.
8: Do you do you have to have a permit to
5: in some cities have a group of people together? Yes, in some cities to put on any demonstration.
8: But that's also you know saying it's a demonstration. I I'm, I I don't want to get into the you know the finer points of it, but it's you know, like it's it's kids on a, a school trip. They're on a field trip. It is. the you have.
5: Uh, I wouldn't call it a demonstration. They're just singing. Yeah. They're just singing. Okay. Let the kids be kids, man. Yeah, who cares?
6: Let them be patriotic. America.
5: Right. <laughs> uh, it is America to say your, your freedoms invade on my freedoms.
8: That yeah. is the truth. That is very American.
5: Uh, here's
9: popping balls to the wall sports. We have to tell the truth when we come back. Drillers topped. Arkansas last night, 4-3 in front of 3,600 at 1 Oak Field. They are back on the air tonight at 6.50 on 1430 The Buzz. Also last night, lots of basketball, including the Clippers, which lost 98-94 to the Trail Blazers. That that series is now tied up at 2. Big news out of that game, though. Chris Paul, fractured right hand on his shooting hand. He may be done the entire playoffs. And Blake Griffin will be 50-50 after he was hobbled after an injury during the game as well, so the Clippers could be without Chris Paul and Blake Griffin coming up in game number five. There will be no other game in the Thunder and Mavericks series. The Thunder wrapped up their series four games to one last night, 118-104 victory over the Mavs. They move on to play the San Antonio Spurs coming up on Saturday, April 30th, for game number one. And finally, the Big story in hockey last night was the Blues knock out the Blackhawks, so the defending Stanley Cup champions will be sent home, and we have still not had a repeat champion since the Red Wings won the Stanley Cup in 97-98. Hey, fourth time's the the charm for the Blues, because they had uh, been trailing, or been leading series, three games to none, two games to none for the last three years, and it always ended up losing, so they finally... Buck that trend.
5: I was looking at tickets for when the Thunder come back home on it's game three mm-hmm. of that series. Yep. And it looks like to sit behind like on one of the sides of the court, 700 dollars just depends on where you sit. And then on the ends behind the goals, uh anywhere between three fifty to maybe two ten. Mm-hmm.
9: Is that? I don't know if that's worth it. Ah, depends on depends on where you sit, man. Even Honestly. upper level is like hundred bucks. Upper to level will be hundred bucks to get in. Yeah, it's it's nuts down there. I can watch from home. I got a perfect view. Oh, you just get a <laughs> press pass. Oh, not everyone can do that. Wait a minute, that's not a big prize, by the way. It, right. You Know where they send you? Way up top. Yeah, right? you're like at the very top row. Yeah. Some makeshift Way up by the ceiling, box. right? Yes, by the ceiling. Yes, it's brutal. <laughs> Like, I think that's Durant. I don't know. I can't really tell. They all look the same. All they the mice the are going for the same here. cheese. Like the blimp <laughs> shots. This is nuts. I'm at bigger deal than this. I should be sitting courtside. It's Balls Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad
5: Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And we qualified another person for CML 2016, and Diane Foster of Catoosa just got qualified. Listen for that cue every hour with us and then throughout the day with Lynn and Lunchbox. I've said it a bazillion times. Make sure you're listening for that cue. And Lynn is going to have a cue, it looks like, in the 11 o'clock hour after the Bush twofer, after the second Bush song. So make sure you're uh, listening for that. We Tuesdays we do uh to tell the truth. Let's get into that now. Time
7: to tell the truth. This is your opportunity to ask anything you want. Just remember, keep it clean. No bodily fluids, nothing sexual, and don't forget, we can and will pass on a question. Let's open up the phone lines. Here's Corbin and the gang with all the truth you're going to need.
5: 918-460-KMOD for to tell the truth or you want to text, I'm okay with that. BMMS and what that is to 82945. Sam, go ahead. What's your to
8: tell the truth?
6: My to tell the truth is for Cornflake. Cornflake, what do you think is your greatest strength and weakness on a first date?
8: Oh, God. Uh, strength and weakness on a first date? I mean, like, I am a walking trivia crack app. I, I know sort, all sorts of just, you know, uh, Cliff Clavin bull crap. Like, some people think that's interesting. Whatever, you know, like, a, a bit... I am who I am. It, it's uh, I don't know. <laughs> that will be my weakness there right there of course. You know, I'm terrible Wait. at conversation.
6: Okay, okay. You're
5: not terrible at conversation when it's something you want to talk about.
8: Yeah, but it's also it's always Cliff Laving absurd stuff. Like, you know, it's going to be B movies or metal albums or some obscure anything. It, I don't get too hard on yourself. I mean, it's comic books. It's it's whatever I like. It's I can talk about that crap for days. Absolutely.
5: Right, but that's about, that's what finding somebody is about. Is finding somebody that shares your likes and interests or some likes and interests. Yeah. So you can have those conversations. You're too hard on yourself.
8: <laughs> uh You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I totally am. Yeah. Uh all right. Uh Cornflake, you have a, to tell the truth. Yeah, I uh, I my question is, do you guys have a favorite um, non-traditional or uh, replacement swear word such as my favorite I catch myself saying it all the time is dagnammit okay it's, it's an old old personal word and I say it a lot actually right. and just for the record Dagnab- for those Dagnab-
5: that know um, if you use a replacement swear word for the swear word you're still swearing yeah because <laughs> we all know the word you really want to use
7: uh... <laughs> uh,
5: mine's uh, cheese and rice
7: okay yeah
5: cheese and rice
7: Mine's monkey slingers.
5: <laughs> Sam? F. You Just the first letter?
6: Just F, yeah. <laughs> when I'm trying to watch my mouth.
5: <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, let's go to the phones for To Tell the Truth. Stephanie is on the phone. Hi, Stephanie. How are you?
10: I'm good. How are you?
5: Good. What is your question for To Tell the Truth?
10: In the industry that you are in, in the rock business, what is the one thing that you don't want everybody to know that you hate because you're...
2: Afraid of being frowned upon. Huh.
5: So it has to be like a rock band, right? That, it
10: has to
2: be a rock
5: band that everybody likes. That I'm that I'm going to admit that maybe I could look bad because I don't like it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh. Well, hold on. Let me get my list. <laughs> uh, like I don't like Grateful Dead. I've never liked Jimmy Buffett. I'm not a huge Rush fan. Um. I like Ozzy, but I don't love Ozzy. Uh, uh, I think it's a pretty good start.
8: Yeah, those are the ones off the top of my head. Uh, Cornflake. Okay, uh, anything on the radio? Uh, yeah, uh, I would go with Nirvana. I've never been the biggest fan of him. I like Dave oh. Grohl. I, I I like Dave Grohl. He's an incredible drummer, but just Nirvana in general. Meh. Either you did not approve of his statement, Stephanie, or you just had an orgasm.
4: I,
10: I did not
6: approve. Oh my goodness! Right, <laughs> Sam. Um, any. <laughs> music, anything that does that, I'm not a fan of.
5: Uh, Gimpy, the Beatles, can't stand the Beatles, yeah. man. What about you, Stephanie?
10: The Grateful Dead.
5: Yeah, <laughs> right on, girl. Have a great day.
10: <laughs> you
6: too. See you later, Gimpy. On Friday, you said that it's not that you can't stand them. You said you just thought they were overrated.
5: They are. They are. I'm. Those back are two different forward. things, though. Back and forth. Yeah, exactly.
7: Yeah, what he said. Yeah, Thanks,
5: slippery Corbin. like a carp, man.
2: <laughs>
6: Tap
1: and dancing.
5: Michael's on the phone. Hi, Michael.
1: Hey, how's it going?
5: Good. What's your question for to tell the truth?
1: Yeah. Um, what is the grossest thing you've ever witnessed anybody doing in public?
5: Oh, fun. Okay, I'll go first. Wor- gross thing I've ever seen happen in public was uh, I was at my brother's fraternity, and one of the guys had got. He, I think it's called Lavaliered his girlfriend, where he gave his necklace, I guess, that's got his letters on it or something, fraternity letters to a girl. And so they tied him to the flagpole, and people could do whatever they wanted to him. And guys uh-huh. had gotten a deer carcass. Some guys had saved a five-gallon bucket of chew spit and dumped it on him. Oh. They did so many oh, man. disgusting things, and then they called the girl to come get him. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, and he's mad, and he knows it's coming. He
8: just doesn't know when it's coming and that was that was pretty that was pretty disgusting cornflake wow i my story is nothing to that um, i was at a restaurant one time and they had these uh, uh, the soda fountains were low they were like about this counter high like the soda fountain was right there there was some 6 year old kid who was walking up and hitting the uh, like the switch on the on like pepsi or whatever just like like just dumping a little bit of drink out and the kid would stick his head underneath the soda fountain and licked the soda <laughs> hole with his tongue and I yelled at him in this restaurant. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> he just looked at me, didn't hear what I said, and just kept on licking, licking the Pepsi hole. Was it the Pepsi hole? Was it the Pepsi one? <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those. I don't know, oh, what, you don't know what flavor it was. It was. Okay. Oh, yeah, it was. That was a long time ago, but yeah, it freaked me out. Nasty little bastard, Sam.
6: Um, it was actually here at the station um, when Beaver was here, and their car was parked on the side. Some woman had taken her tampon that was used and thrown it at Beaver's car, and had left an imprint. Oh. On like a stain, had, like a stain. It had smacked the car yeah. and ran down. That is oh.
5: disgusting. How do I not know that story? Wow,
6: I'm pretty. I thought she put it on the Facebook page or something, and I had just started interning too, and I had no idea that like it could be that bad. And she was like, apparently, I pissed off some listener. I mean, it it was disgust. It was like whoever, who, whatever girl did that, it was like her very first day. <laughs> gross.
5: <laughs> heavy. Yeah, that's, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Uh, Gimpy. I was on the phone
7: getting callers, so I didn't quite get the whole question. Is it the most disgusting thing you've ever seen? Yes. Okay, so got off of work down here. I was working at a burger place down on 91st Memorial, and that's when the homeland was open right there. And me and my buddy, we go over there to get some blunts and some snacks, right? We walk in, like, well, I gotta use the bathroom. So we walk into the bathroom, and it smells like duty in there, okay? So he goes, and he runs to the urinal, and I'm stuck with the stall because it's just a two-holer, okay? And I open up that door, and there is the source of the smell. Somebody had got about knee down on their pants, and then it just exploded all over the wall, all over the seat, the floor, everything. I just
2: slowly
5: shut
7: the yeah. door and
1: said, I can wait.
5: That's pretty disgusting. That's, mm-hmm. What about you, man? What's the uh, most disgusting thing that you've seen, Michael?
1: Uh, I work in an office building and uh, I was using the bathroom one day. And I went to go in and use it and I heard some gentleman uh, fervently pleasuring himself in the stall next to me. <laughs> That's pretty disgusting
5: that yeah. it would have been loud enough for you to, you know, for it to register on the scale.
1: Yes, it was,
5: it was pretty good. Good <laughs> Lord. All right, ma'am. Have a great day. All right. Thanks, you too. See you, Michael. Uh, Murray's on now. Hey, buddy. How are you? Murray, are you All there? Right? Hey. Yeah, I'm
1: there.
5: Yeah. It's you, buddy. Go ahead, Murray.
1: Uh, I got a question. Okay. Uh, I've always wanted to know, and I don't know if anybody's ever asked all this, uh, what was y'all's inspiration that got you in the radio?
5: Uh, I've told this on the air. I uh, took a class in high school. Uh, it was an intro to broadcasting class we had, and I left that room my senior year. We took it the final semester. Left that room, went to the library, and found a school, the best school for broadcasting, Uh, I supplied to all three of them,
8: got accepted to one, went to that school. So that was my my thing. Uh, Cornflake. Uh, My inspiration was I got my first radio at 12 years old, and I would sit up and listen to the radio all night. Like I, I was pretty sheltered as a kid, and to me, having a radio was a big deal. I would sit and listen to all the cool rock tunes and the DJs, and I thought it was just the coolest S ever, and I always wanted to be part of it. Damn.
6: Um, When I got to do radio in A school, I just had the most fun in that um, training. and And then I listened to the show my sister had sent me when they needed an intern. And I'm like, this is my exact humor. This would be perfect. So it was a combination of hearing this show and getting to do the radio thing in A school.
5: Gimby.
7: Uh, when I was in the eighth grade, we took a field trip to NOC, Northern Oklahoma College in Tonkawa, and gave us a nice little uh, tour of the campus. We went on to their radio station. That's when I thought, okay, this would be fun. But then I really got bit by the bug when I started listening to Biggie when he came to town. And I thought, well, yeah, that sounds like a whole lot of fun. So that's when that's when I actually started to pursue it and go from there. There you go. How's that,
5: buddy? Is that good? That's good. All right, Murray. Have a great day. Good. See you, man. Uh, let's go to Preston. Hi, Preston. How are you?
1: (laughs) Yeah, do you like or do you don't like Chinese buffets? Why? And why?
5: Uh, Cornflake, you like Chinese buffets?
8: I love Chinese buffets.
5: Sam?
6: Yeah, Chinese buffets are yummy. Gimpy?
5: Dude, sign me up. Yeah, Chinese buffets are delicious, man. What about you, Preston?
1: Oh, I love them. If the food is fresh...
5: Sure, right. No, that's definitely a good qualifier. Uh, what's your favorite one you go to? You go to? Uh,
1: uh, let's see. Hooters in Bartlesville.
5: Okay, right on, man. Well, have a great day, Preston.
1: Thanks.
5: See you later. The one at 61st behind Hooters is pretty good. By oh, God. And then there's a Szechuan one, I think, that I go to with Lunchbox. I haven't been in a while, but with Lunchbox that is uh, on Harvard... Buy the Whole Foods and the used to be an off the grill right there, and I think there's a baby surplus store.
8: There's a little Szechuan place back there that is delicious. The, nice. There's one in Bixby I really really like. 131st Memorial. I don't remember what the name of it is, but it's it's I, I go out of my way to go there. It's awesome. Uh, let's go to Will. Hey, Will, what do, what do you have for to tell the truth?
1: Okay, I actually have two. I have one for everybody and one just in general. The in general one, I moved out west and I just came back towards Tulsa. What the hell happened to KC?
5: He left. He took a job uh, across the street.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, My question for all of you is, what is your favorite movie sequel? And if it's part of a trilogy, it has to be the middle one, the sequel.
5: So what sequel is our favorite? Yeah. Uh, I have an easy one. Cornflake. Yeah, Terminator
8: 2. Easily, Sam. Um.
6: Oh, oh, um. Kung Fu Panda Two.
8: <laughs> Gimby I'm looking for
7: my favorite sequel movie sequel. Err, Jurassic Park Two. Sure. Oh. Uh, Godfather Part Two.
0: Sweet.
5: Yeah. What about you?
0: Uh, Back to the Future Part Two.
5: <laughs> All right. All oh, right. Man. All right. <laughs> See you later, man.
0: Oh, I should have said See Toy later.
5: Story. Oh,
6: anything. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Sam, what's your favorite?
6: Toy Story Two.
5: Okay. Uh, Deadhead is on the phone. Hello, Deadhead. Hello, how you doing? Good. What can we do for you today?
1: <laughs> I got a question that I actually tried to call in on this weekend uh, when I heard Cornflake do his own show for the day, and then Gimpy came on right after him. Yeah. And Sorry about was, that, by the way. <laughs> That's quality entertainment. I was entertainment. wondering if... if If they were to go into regular date, you know, just their own show series or whatever, DJ their own show, what does that do to you all's show? You know, I mean, is there any chance that it would mess up the show by any chance? Or would you say, hey, I'm going to pick somebody else, get somebody different up here on stage just because they went off and... Sort of made it
2: themselves.
5: Uh, as far as I mean, that is a decision I think that's above our pay grade. But as far as I've been told that that whoever leaves the show will continue.
1: Yeah, well, I, I, no doubt about it. I mean, y'all are the greatest.
5: Came. Thank you. Came. has been has told us that they are committed to the show. So.
1: Well, I was just curious, you know, because you know I heard them doing their show, and I was like, man, I wonder if they would ever just go. I'm going to do my own thing Yeah, of the morning show, you know. Listen, but...
5: I'm not a religious man, but I pray every night.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> right on, buddy. You'll have a wonderful day.
5: You too, deadhead. Man. <laughs> Last two here. Kyle, what's up, Kyle? What do you have for us today for to tell the truth?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm just wondering what's one of the grossest things you've ever seen in a restaurant?
5: Grossest thing I've ever seen in a restaurant. I was in, I've told this story on the air. I went to a restaurant that Guy Fieri recommended in Michigan that was supposed to have the best stuffed French toast ever. And we went, and they were getting pies out of the cabinet, and there were ants crawling everywhere, even on the pies. And they were serving them, wiping the thing, like the the pie spatula with their finger and licking their finger. Gross. That was disgusting for me.
8: Cornflake? I worked at a chicken wing restaurant, and there was this dude they hired towards the end, right before I, I quit. Uh, he was just disgusting. He sounded he sounded uh, sick at all times, like his nose was running, and he'd sniff a whole lot. And he was just a disgusting all-around person. About a week before I left, he sneezed and blew a gigantic snot blob on the wall, and it stayed there the whole week right before I, I left. And I, was, uh, like I looked at it every day and it infuriated me, and I left. Mm, yum. Uh, what about you, Sam? <laughs> um,
6: I worked at Marie Calendar's in Arizona, and um, these people came in like 10.05. We We'd already been closed, but our manager made us take that table. And they always came in late. They... Every single time they would come in at ten and we hated them. Um, so they ordered burgers and you know, behind the cook line where they had like the little drain where all the nasty stuff goes from the kitchen, they took their meat and sauteed it under (laughs) in that drain and then cooked their burger (laughs) after it hit that. That
7: is disgusting. (laughs) Gimby. I was working at a burger joint once and there was this suspicious smell. We never knew really what it was, where it was coming from. When we finally found it, when we moved the grill out and underneath the grill has was a hamburger patty that had fallen behind and it had started to rot. So we lift up said hamburger patty and out spewed millions and millions of tiny little white maggots all over the floor. That's disgusting. Covered the whole floor. We had to get bleach to kill them, and you pour bleach on the maggots, and then it just turns it into this white mush. Oh, Oh,
1: God.
5: (laughs) What about you, uh, Kyle? What's the gross thing you've seen in a restaurant?
8: Um, I used to deliver to
1: restaurants. so I've seen a lot, but the one that stands out right now, you mentioned the Chinese buffet at 61st that you love. Uh, the guy's back there with a cigarette in his mouth, chopping fresh meat and produce, and uh, just ashes falling in the food. Yeah.
8: And then they cooked up and served it, and I was like, oh, God.
5: Yeah. That's extra seasoning, Yeah, man. just it's a little tobacco seasoning, man. It gives it a nice tobacco flavor if that's your palate, yeah. It's, it's just carbon. It's sanitary. Yeah. It's all, right. all right. Kyle. Have a great day, man. Have a good one. See you later. Roberto's on the phone, our last one. Hey, Alberto. how are you?
1: Outstanding, sir. How you doing? Good,
5: man. What do you have for us today for To Tell the Truth?
1: Well, um, I just want to know how you would guys uh, take care of this situation. Have you ever been in this situation before? I have this uh, customer, right? Um, we'll just call him Justin. And so, you know, he's wanted to add me on Facebook. Have you ever? How did you tell people, "Hey, I don't want to add you on Facebook because I don't do that." You know, with people that I work with or people that you know are my customers. Right. I mean, you know, have you ever gone down through that road and? How have you handled
5: it? Cornflake, what do you do when someone wants to add you on Facebook and you don't want to? Uh,
8: I either ignore it or say no if they've pissed me off. Sam?
6: Uh, yeah, just don't address it. Just ignore them and don't worry about it.
8: Uh, what about you, Gimpy? <laughs> just tell them, sorry, dude,
7: I don't do that sort of thing.
5: Uh, I would recommend adding them so they're like, oh, fun, and then un- and then unfriend them. <laughs> so uh, that's good. They don't even, they're none the wiser at that point. And when they ask hey. you, they're like, no, I did. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Very nice, very
1: nice. There you go, man. You
5: Why don't you want him to see your page? Uh,
1: no, it's not to see my page or anything. It's just that I don't go ahead and, you know, mix my workplace with my, you know, personal life. And, you know, not so much oh. my degree, you know. Oh, you're um, gay? Oh, you're gay? No, no. Oh. <laughs> um, I just don't want to go ahead and give him free stuff.
5: So. <laughs> right on. All right, buddy. Well, good talking to you. We'll see you later. See you. See you later. A couple texts that came in. Why is Casey not on the air anymore? Because he chose to leave. I don't know why people have a tough time with that one. Have any of you ever ran a mud run like Warrior Dash or Tough Mudder? You should form a team and join us at Tough Mudder in Dallas in October. Uh, I've done the Battle of the Beast or whatever that was, and it sucked. (laughs) Nothing like being hot and muddy at the same time. It's not a good time. Uh, Hey, what do you guys do after the show? Like, do y'all hang out, or do you guys just say peace and see y'all, or what? Uh, We do, or what? (laughs) I like that. Yeah, Not like that's fair. no, we spend we spend 20 hours a week intimately with each other. Yeah. When the show's over, we're done.
6: Like, even the meeting that we have to, we're all itching to get out of there. We're Sam, tired of each Sam other. is
5: Sam. itching. Yeah, everybody would agree that Sam races to get out of that meeting as yeah, fast I'm as possible. I'm done
6: with all these penises in the room. I want out,
5: which <laughs> is something she's never said before. Right, <laughs> we're gonna take a break and we will be back.
3: Tulsa's morning show. The-
5: Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS. And then what you want to say to 82945. If you've been watching the news on 6, you know that they have been saying that there is a chance for a potential severe event today. I hope I use that terminology right. Travis Meyer is on the phone with us right now, chief meteorologist. Did I say that? Severe weather event?
0: I think you hit that just right. I think that sounds very good.
5: As somebody who's not in meteorology, that feels like a term of uncertainty.
0: (laughs) Hey, trust me, if you knew what we have to look at, you would realize how uncertain it is. I I feel better with the technology, but there's so much more stuff to look at, and then they all have different ideas, and so it just drives you crazy. How, how, How long have you been a
5: meteorologist?
0: Since 1983.
5: Eighty-three, so, so quite a while. What's yes, different? three years. What's different today for you, Travis, than compared uh, to then?
0: The, the technology is just so much different. I mean, uh, anybody that's been around for a while knows that you know when they went to a doctor or something like that, you know, thirty years ago, there was good stuff. But compared to today, I mean, obviously it doesn't even hold a candle. And that's the same thing that has happened in meteorology. We have the same uh, same type of uh, information data. Uh, There's so much data, and it used to be we hardly had anything. We'd have, like, one little computer model. Now there's about 11 different ones you can look at, and uh, it just gives you an idea of what's going on. And then the technology with the radars. Um, I was just in Morris, Oklahoma, uh, just uh, last Friday night, and I was reminiscing with the 1984 tornado that went through there. First big tornado, and, I mean, we thought it was a huge hailstorm from what the radar showed uh, and it was a tornado, actually, in the community, and that was just to the south of Tulsa, just east of Okamogie. And uh, days, uh, right now, we can look at a storm on radar, and we can tell right where where there's a potential for a tornado when it just starts to develop, so big changes technologically.
5: What I love is, I mean, yes, the te- the radar and stuff is quite, or inter- the specificity you can get to with radar and stuff is great, but the team that News on Six has of spotters and the helicopter beats any of that stuff in terms of finding out. Well, the tornado that happened, uh, what well, a few, maybe a month ago in Owasso that went through Northern Tulsa up through Owasso, you there was the hook echo on the radar, but it was really uh, your helicopter that really noticed it first, right?
0: Yeah, and, uh, exactly. And the, uh, the storm trackers you have out there, you gotta have good, good folks that, uh, know what they're looking at. Cause so many people want to go out and storm chase. And, and I, I think it's great that they go out and look at it. The problem that we're running into is road, they're killing us on the roads. Uh, there are just so many people want to go out and see a tornado. And I'm like, well, that's great. You know, you have your rights, but man, just try not to jam it up for, <laughs> Uh, emergency vehicles and for storm trackers that are trying to do it to make sure everybody knows and that's it, one way to do it it was through the helicopter it just makes it so much easier you don't have to travel through through intersections you don't have to wait on roadsides with a whole bunch of other folks and so that makes a huge uh difference then we have another helicopter sitting in oklahoma city in fact today we're positioning them right now uh that we're going to be along interstate 35 so we'll have about uh, 14 storm trackers and uh, with high high level equipment and then two helicopters so that's how we approach the storms now and it's so different so different it used to be
6: maybe this is a dumb question but like i figure a helicopter if it's tornadoy outside isn't that dangerous
0: ah see there's no dumb question because you just asked a very good question and yes <laughs> it is very dangerous what we have to do is we have to maintain a certain distance from the storm because uh, hail will come flying out of the top of storms, uh, some of these large thunderstorms, and even dime-sized hail on a helicopter skin because that skin is very thin um, aluminum, and uh, it'll dent, and once it dents and the aerodynamic part of it really uh, gets in trouble. So that's a huge, huge issue that we have to watch out for, and the thing that we do is we have very good um, cameras on these helicopters. In fact, uh, one we just got one that was from the Olympics. They just tested it and used it in the Olympics, and uh, uh, we ended up with it. It's right on the nose of the helicopter, and it has a gyro in it, which keeps it from bouncing because helicopters vibrate an awful lot. Uh, But we stay about 10 miles back most of the time uh, because the helicopter uh, cameras are so good they can zoom right in on it and get a good visual of what's going on.
5: Wow. Travis Meyers joining us. News on 6. Now, I like the... Tweet you sent out. It was almost twelve hours ago, and your tweet says, "Still some uncertainty tomorrow, but significant severe weather is possible." And this is the part that really resonates with me. Don't be scared. Be prepared.
0: There you go. And you know, and that's one thing that I think in today's social media world. Uh, one of the things I'm seeing is that everybody uh, gets the same data because, you know, everybody can be a doctor on the internet. You know Everybody can be a specialist uh, because there's so many things that are just available to look at if you really like it. And what I find as well is that uh, so many people know about meteorology now that didn't know before because they have uh, their access to almost the same identical information that we have is out there. And so what they do is just uh, tweet, retweet, and uh, you see it in a whole bunch of different forms. So that's not, it's good and sometimes it's not because there's just so much information out there, and so people can get confused. And so, what we're trying to get people to do is uh, get away from really freaking out if they see this uh, nonstop on their uh, feeds, or uh, you know, if they're watching Facebook and or, or just sitting there looking at all the tweets coming through and uh, every social platform, just saying, "Hey, okay, there is stuff going on, but we'll, you know, let's just get prepared, let's be ready, and let's not get too crazy or freaked out." Because if you're slammed with something so much in the face. Uh, nonstop. People tend to get, oh my goodness, this must be Armageddon. I had my a, a phone blow up yesterday with people afraid that today was just going to be the worst day ever, and that's not the case. And I think social media just kind of adds to the hype.
5: Sure, and it, and and like today, like you just said, it's it's beautiful right now. What should we expect this uh, afternoon or late afternoon?
0: Well, this afternoon, uh, once again, we have a, uh, a lot of clouds around this morning. That's kind of slowing down the warming, which is okay. Nobody's upset about that. Uh, Because the warmer it gets, usually the more volatile it gets in the atmosphere. So if we get well into the 80s, that's just that much more energy available uh, to torque up these storms and make them mad, basically. Uh, So what we're uh, looking for is late this afternoon, uh, most likely around 4 o'clock west of Oklahoma City, thunderstorms are going to fire up. Those storms will uh, probably within an hour or two uh, be producing some very, very large hail and tornadoes. And then those are, well, there, there will be a tornado watch in central Oklahoma, almost no doubt. And then that will be a spreading eastward to Tulsa during the evening hours. Uh, we could have some storms in here as early as 7 o'clock. More likely, it will be about 8 o'clock. Uh, we think it will be a little bit later than earlier, based on some of the new data coming in right now. Uh, but there will be some chunky-sized uh, pieces of ice falling from the sky in some of these big storms. And then I, I suspect right now that we should have a couple of tornado warnings uh, that will be going on.
5: And a significant amount of precipitation?
0: Uh, really not so much, just because the storms will be moving about 30 miles an hour. And uh, if, as long as they don't sit in the same spot, we're okay. But, I mean, briefly, there could be a couple inches of rain. So there could be some uh, brief flooding. So anybody that's going to be out tonight running around, they just have to be very much weather aware. And, of course, we're going to do our best to keep you updated. But the uh, storms will uh, it'll take until, I'd say, about 11 o'clock, maybe 11.30 tonight before they start to clear uh, eastern Oklahoma. And uh, then we'll calm down for a day or two before we have another round of severe weather, maybe by Friday.
5: So you're telling me that for sure tonight my NCIS is definitely going to get interrupted.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know, and that used to be really, really ugly, because you don't know how many nasty emails I'd get from some of those Mm -hmm. uh, uh, folks that wanted to watch their uh, shows on TV. And now, you know, we can uh, uh, switch you over to a different uh, channel, a sub-channel, as we call it, and that allows for folks who are not near tornadoes and don't want to listen to nonstop tornado coverage to... uh, be able to continue to watch their program. And then uh, CBS has a uh, thing which will allow us to rebroadcast some of the shows under certain circumstances. Uh, so that, that helps as well because they're very strict on how you uh, uh, are able to uh, show some of those uh, canceled shows because of our weather stuff. But at least the good news is we're getting better at that and the technologies there. So you know, people that aren't in the eye of a storm can uh, pretty much uh, be, be okay because I know if you're in Bartlesville – uh, you don't really care about storms that are in McAllister, and if uh, you're in Tulsa, you don't want to hear about Bartlesville storms too much unless you have some family. So that's why um, things are getting a little bit better technologically, uh, but it's still got a ways to go. And I uh, help folks understand that you know we do that just because it's part of our job. Yes, but the other part is, I mean, if it if it's you, your family, and there's something coming at you, you'd like to know for sure step-by-step step and street-by-street. Street.
5: Travis Myers on the phone with us, News on 6. Now let's talk about preparedness for tonight. One of the things I always tell people is make sure your phone's charged and make sure the app you're going to rely on should the power go out, make sure you have that downloaded. So for if there's a tornado on the event, iHeartRadio, download the iHeartRadio app or the News on 6 app is also a good one to have should the power go out and you want to keep up to date with what's going on. Talk about some of the preparedness that needs to happen.
1: Well,
0: those are, those are keys. And, uh, because, uh, you have a combination of great music and then also some news. Keep <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> going while you're in the middle of it. but. Uh, the uh, That's what that's where social media has taken us, too. And a lot of people say, that you know, I have Dish or DirecTV and Susan Storms. So I don't get you guys. You know, it's over with. Well, the, the way it is now, uh, I think it's our – we uh, you text 6 Connect or something like that, too. I shouldn't say something like that. That is what it is. Uh, and then you can get the app, and then you can sit there, and you can watch the news coverage from your fi- hidey hole, basically, and uh, be in good shape. And that is something that is different. And that has allowed us to, um, you know, get folks uh, back. We used to say, hey, leave your TV on. And uh, just go to the you know middle of the house and lower floor, get in the closet, and you'll be fine. Uh, but just listen, if nothing else. But the key is, is that uh, when you're prepared, there's about three things that I think are real important. One is, yes, that you've got to have your, your phones uh, charged just in case. You know, you pray that never happens. But if it does, uh, at least you've got a full charge on your batteries so that uh, you've got – because everybody in the world is going to call you and see if you're okay – and you're going to be trying to connect with people and all that that is a huge huge one and then the second one is medicines especially if you require a lot of um, different uh, specific uh, medicine and you have to have it on a very timely basis it is very wise to make sure that you put your you know uh, take a day or two supply and stuff them in a baggie and put them in your pocket so that you're uh, prepared i know that sounds weird but there are so many people that uh, need certain types of medicine, and uh, they already know that they might, so they go with it. But a lot of people forget it because you're in a hurry and trying to get to a room or whatever. Flashlights, great, and then shoes. Uh, so many people come out of their homes barefooted. There have been so many stories of people that you know are literally sleeping. A lot of our tornadoes are at night, and they're coming out in their underwear, basically, and uh, you know, and have no shoes on, and they're just like, "What just happened?" And, uh, so anything you can do to you know, help yourself prepare and be able to slip onto your shoes or, and just get a robe or anything, uh, especially if you're going to go to sleep at night. And those are the keys, I would say. And anything we say, wrap yourself up as best you can, get in the middle of the home, away from outside windows and walls and the lowest floor. And we've said that, you know, for years, but a lot of people, when you're in the middle of a crisis, you, you can't stay calm. We've noticed that so many people get so, you, you get nervous because it's like, that's somebody else, that shouldn't be me. And so that's why we're asking folks, just, just try to get that in your mind. Hey, it could be you, just be prepared and know that uh, you know if you if stay calm, you ha- keep your head on you, that happens for so many other items as well as tornadoes, but uh, you can just keep your cool, uh, you're in a lot better shape.
5: All right, and then finally, in 30 years or almost 30 years of doing meteorology, what is, what's your level of concern for today's event? I'm kind of putting you on the spot. Uh, what is your level of concern today on a 1 to 10 scale with your past experiences on uh, the atmosphere the way it is today and, and the, the models and what they're showing?
0: Okay, that's a great question. This is not Armageddon. I'll start with that. So it's not the, the end of the world. What Tulsa has not had... And this is where my big concern and a lot of people's concern is in weather is is that uh, there's been, you know, in Oklahoma City, everybody's gun shy. You can only imagine what it's like to live in Oklahoma City. There's a lot of kids that have phobias uh, related to weather because there's been so many bad storms over the last five to seven years. Well, even longer. But uh, and if we have been hit that many times, this town would just be totally scared to death of uh, even living in Tulsa almost. And then, you know, Joplin had a horrible tornado several years ago. So we have missed Many of the massive tornadoes that have been in the area, and so all I want to do is uh, make sure people realize that someday a tornado, unfortunately, is going to come into Tulsa, and it's not going to be a, the smaller ones like the one uh, that hit North Tulsa and Owasso. I mean, we've got so fortunate. I mean, granted, people's homes were hit, so they weren't fortunate. Uh, that's a given. But uh, compared to size-wise, uh, so this is a um, and this is a very unique day because April twenty-six through the course of time since 1950 has had 26 very strong or violent tornadoes on this date since 1950 in eastern Oklahoma. And um, uh, April – 26 is noted for the majority, for some weird reason, has more tornadoes on this day. And there there isn't anything scientific, but there are more big tornadoes on this day than any other day uh, that uh, we have noted. So, again, it's very ironic that we'd be looking at storms tonight. So I would say that this is, if you're going to do a a tornado um, scare list or tornado concern list, I would put us at about a 6 to 7 on a scale of 10. And that's fairly high, uh, you know, because there should be tornadoes in the vicinity, but it's not, there's not going to be 10 tornadoes, you know, coming across our area, hopefully.
5: Yeah. And 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 so I can clarify, some. you're not saying there won't be. So if you're listening, that still means be prepared for that scenario. Uh, he's just saying the likelihood is less than maybe the social media world is making it sound
0: like. Right. And uh, we still have, uh, unfortunately, some embedded tornadoes that'll be around and could keep us up, you know, through the evening hours and uh you know, until at least uh, 11 30 at night. And then hopefully most of that line will be off into Arkansas and dying down by that time. Very good.
5: Travis, uh, I know you got a long day ahead of you. And uh, thank you so much for uh, always being that voice when we need somebody when there's severe weather. And uh, we'll see you on TV tonight.
1: All right, Corbin. Thanks.
0: He's- Appreciate it. Have a good afternoon.
5: All right. See you later. Bye. That's Travis Meyer, News On Six. And get that iHeartRadio app because if the power does go out, you're in there is a tornado on the ground in Tulsa. You're going to be able to hear it on one of our stations. And you just go to Tulsa and you can hear all those things. Because we go to News on Six when there's a tornado on the ground in Tulsa, all right? So uh, iHeartRadio.com or you can get it right from our uh KMOD webpage. We're gonna take a break and we'll be back.
3: You're listening to the big mad morning show. What up, N bombs? This is Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD.
5: All right, quickly, we're going to find out what everybody learned, 918-460-KMOD. We're going to go around the room. We'll start with Cornflake. Cornflake, what'd you learn today?
8: Today I learned electricity, trains, molestation are all no laughing matter, and feargasms are my gift to the world. <laughs> uh, Sam, what'd you learn today?
6: Cornflake puts the P in P-I. Yeah, she... Anna, Pedro likes taco-flavored kisses. <laughs> My taco-flavored kisses.
7: Gimby, what'd you learn today? I learned that contestant number one knows how to get herself there. Yeah, that's right. And uh, the only time Flake can speak clearly is when he's
5: doing the old-timey voice. I, I have three, and I don't know which one. I'll go, okay. I love it. I'm just going to go with two. Uh, Flake yelled at a kid for licking the hole. and sam worked at a place that had good pie
1: (laughs) oh dang good morning
5: what'd you learn today
1: yeah that the female orgasm should be at the tip
5: (laughs) good morning what'd you learn today
1: Sam is done with
2: penis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: no. That's a perfect end right there. All right, Scorpion's Sam. make sure that dishwasher's loaded right. I'm
6: Stephen Sam. This is for mother. This is
5: Cornflake. Was that an eagle? This is Gimpy. And I'm sorry. You guys, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.
4: Ready? Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. uh. Now, what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. One time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages.
1: The Big Mad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the free to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll. It's over. Bicycle, Tulsa. (laughs) God bless
5: Tulsa. Are you ready, Sam? Yes. Are you sure? (laughs) We're good. All right. Because we're starting. Oh, oh this is started? this is happening right yeah. now, huh? This is the extra. Ooh. <laughs> this is the extra podcast. So
6: you heard me fumbling over everything, just getting really frustrated. Yeah, <laughs> like nothing would stay where it was supposed to go. God lord. <laughs> right.
5: Is that your? Do you feel most of the time your life is chaotic like that? No. You seem the, like it. Yeah, you seem like that person. You're constantly fumbling over something, like in getting out something out of your purse, or like if I got in your car right now, I guarantee your car is. A mess.
6: No. False. I've been I- so good at keeping my car clean. You
5: can't say that because not even a month ago I got in your car and it was a pit.
6: Yeah, but that was because we just we had the, the Thunder Game thing, you know, or we went up there. I had and tap- the I Thunder, Thunder Game thing tap- and
8: my tap- car was tippy, fine.
7: Tap, 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 dance. <laughs> we did drive your car up
8: there. Yeah. Yeah.
6: I know, yeah. but I had to bring all my stuff to there because we, we were getting all back stuff? late. What all stuff? I had a different change of clothes. I brought my Yeti. I brought all the booze. And then the next day we had the hooky day, so I had a bunch of stuff left over from that.
7: So yeah. just like a typical woman, she carries way more than what she actually needs. Yeah.
6: Well, just in case. And by yeah. the way, like a typical woman. By the
7: way,
2: when
6: you guys need something, and a typical woman has extra stuff, you, you can never have, have extra.
5: Yeah. The only Are you thing? always yeah. ask me for stuff. No way. You, you've never asked me for medicine.
6: Well, like okay, you're right. Tylenol and stuff. I don't have that stuff, but I have like clothes. If I ever need it, I'm like, never going to need your
5: clothes. Name a time. Name a time you we asked you for something and you had it for us.
6: Uh I don't know. Yeah.
5: You you never know when
7: you're gonna need a know. pair of white denim jeans, Corbin. Right. The no, same. I know. True. I know I'm never going
5: to <laughs> or need animal crackers. Or animal crackers. Or animal crackers.
6: <laughs> I have those too. Very cooler
5: <laughs> full of tiny little bottles of wine. <laughs> What's the last thing you found in your car that you were like, what is this?
6: Um
5: why do I have this in my car?
6: Uh uh oh, um I had an extra bag of solo cups. Why? Well, because I had them in there from when uh, we were at the pool a lot, and I just stuck them in the back because I was like, well, maybe if. Maybe if I need some you know, cups one day, I don't know why I would need them, but just in case that I would have enough so everyone could drink if we ever need to play beer pong or something. Oh,
8: that, that, that's the That's what every hoarder does on every, every single hoarder episode. Is like, <laughs> they're imagining that one ideal scenario that they will need this one item. And right. Yeah. Never happens. Yeah. You have no
5: idea when I might need a boat salt
8: pepper shaker. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, because we might have yeah. a nautical theme party someday.
6: Right? And then I might need vampire teeth and everyone else is going to want a pair two makes
7: sense (laughs) (laughs) that's okay kind (laughs) of does make sense i mean if you think about it i never
5: know i think that sam in the last maybe year i think probably when we started doing uh sam's box Mm -hmm. that you really realized you were a hoarder
6: yeah for sure and started throwing stuff away i like okay so this weekend i got a bunch of new like summer clothes and stuff and i threw away a lot of clothes before i would have been like oh i might want to keep these in case i you know gain weight or i might want to maybe i can wear this with this one outfit or something and then this is the first year that i was like nope i got new pants and throwing away old ones like i'm doing a lot better it's been a I healing process through sam's box <laughs>
2: <That's
5: what laughs> yeah, they <say>. <laughs> I, I went through and i had my drillers jersey we cleaned the got rid of some clothes this weekend and i got my drillers jersey from when i did the Flava Flav stuff On the field And it says It has my name on the back It says drillers It's a personalized jersey That they gave me And I uh, I don't wear it anymore It's not even their colors It's got the When we were on 92 on the beat It's got 92 on it And I'm like What well, Do I keep it do Yeah I, you keep that sort of thing Why For a keepsake man For what Because you can look it. Scarlett's back. not gonna care So she, The memory gonna will be care. the same Without the jersey. You're
7: gonna care. And you can be like when you're digging through, trying to clean some stuff out with your little girl, and you can be like, Oh man, I remember back back in the day. Yeah. You little kids don't want those little no, kids but do not, not play the a little part little kids in his things.
5: It's when they're teenagers and they're young adults. They don't play a part in that. You i am I'm I'm tw- I'm forty one now and I'm just now in that phase. Maybe in the last five or six years I've been in that phase. If See, my dad
6: had a jersey that said his last name on it from when he did something on a radio station, I would wear it now. I'd rock it. I think that's awesome. Yeah. The difference is, I feel like if it was just, it only said the beat, it would be different because it has your name. If it's personalized. It says Corman and then
5: the number is 92.
6: Yeah. So if it's personalized, then that's, that's mm-hmm. you got to keep it. If it's yeah. not personalized, then you can throw it away. That, okay. I feel like that's a good golden rule. Okay. She's got a
7: point. If it's something that you can just get at the souvenir shop, then yeah, you shouldn't keep it. I feel
5: like hoarders rationalize that way. Because <laughs> Gimby's partially, he, he's kind of a hoarder kind of oh, really? yeah oh yeah i've got clothes my wife is on my ass
7: about it you need to clean out your closet i've got clothes from when i was 18 sam i'm 36 now G- wow, gimpy dude. takes
5: any free shirt that's available totally totally not just because he's a cheapskate but and has no money mm-hmm. but because he just wants to have shirts yeah yeah and it's always good to have an, uh, an
7: extra t-shirt doesn't matter really what it is so what oh. we had to do is uh, finally to appease my wife i'm not going to throw any of this garbage away no no, because those are my memories. I took, simply, and gathered up everything out of one closet and put it in another. Your yeah,
8: memories, whatever. You're looking to clothe your kids once they get your size. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. We no. found out today why. Did we? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Why is that?
5: Well, he's abandoned by his mom and dad, never really there for him, so he holds on to those things uh, to make oh! it feel like, yeah, that's totally yeah, what that is. Right. That's Absolutely, that's some Super abandonment issues. stuff. <laughs> I'm not abandoning these things like no. I felt abandoned. This, I
8: these things, you these things give me comfort. So you're gonna build a mommy and daddy out of t-shirts? <laughs> uh. I love
7: you, Jinko jeans that nobody wears anymore at all whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I will never leave you. These
6: really are becoming like therapy wear... podcasts. I think <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> like you getting wear your deep
7: jeans? You think if they are like a size three? Thirty-two, maybe even smaller than that. There is no hoy, no hoy that I could fit in. I mean, I could do like the unbutton
5: thing and use like a bungee cord to hook them together. (laughs) No, though, no. But those things are just memories. I mean, I said I get what you're saying. Like, hey, I want to hold on to them because they're a memory. The memory will still be there I promise Will still be there If you get rid of the item uh, Yes and no
7: It's one of those Out of sight Out of mind sort of things huh. You don't ever see Like I've got a pair Of Jinko jeans And a uh, Sativa Sunshine shirt That my best <laughs> friend Who died when I was 18 Sure what, They were his And when his mom said Go in there And take a few things uh, You took to his keep, clothes I took a few I took a pair of jeans And some and a shirt um, And so I, if, if I don't have that Sure Yeah the memory Will be there but without physically seeing it, I'm never going to think about it. So when I'm digging through stuff, I look at it. I'm like, oh, yeah.
6: Wait, so you never think about your dead best friend unless you're holding that shirt or the jeans. Or
5: it gets brought up in conversation. That's what I'm saying is that the, you, I would suspect you feel like getting rid of those mm-hmm. is getting rid of the memory of your friend and you'll never yeah. think him about him, about yeah. him again. Mm. Yeah, that's just not true. Well, it's, it's literally just not true. For you. No, in general. You. I, I, I get- My dad died. I have barely anything. I have a ring that he gave me. Mm-hmm. Um. And a letter, but I don't, I don't have, I have maybe an article of clothing here and there, but if I lost them, I wouldn't be upset because those aren't, and I'm not saying you gotta do it the way I do it. I'm just saying that those, those, those are attachments to him. Sure. But the memories I have of him in my mind are far stronger than a shirt. I get that. I get that. But to be able to grab that tangible
7: item. You can you can reach back in your head and grab a memory, yeah, but you can't say, yeah. you can't hold on to it. Yeah.
5: you know what I mean. You see what's happening here? Yeah, it's abandonment.
7: It's probably <laughs> it's is totally a,
5: abandonment. Yeah. It's abandonment thinking that you're abandoning your friend yeah. and let the memory of him if you don't have something to hold on to, gonna gonna hold on to and tangibly hold on. I ain't. Gonna I'm do not do telling it. you. I mean, I know. I mean, believe me. I know you're going to do whatever you want. You damn right. <laughs>
7: I feel like I want to cry now You feel like crying? No, not really But I mean, it's like Y'all dug in there a little bit And I'm like, all right, Well, I never really Never really thought about it like that So far as abandonment issues or whatever Any
5: episode of Hoarders Uh That's what most of it is Wow it's a it's an abandonment issue. So you keep things around you to make you feel like you're not a you ha, you always have something around you if you don't have people. And the thing is, is like my folks never really like Joe dirted me right, left
7: me at the Grand Canyon and abandoned me that way. But now that you think about it, they weren't like fully involved. Like you know, you see a lot of parents and their kids are. So I guess it is a form of abandonment. But
6: do you notice that like with like do you feel like you're a super involved parent because you're. No, no, I am
7: falling in the same goddamn footsteps as my parents. You you, you are a reflection of your parents. It drives me absolutely bananas, and I try to fix that, and uh, it still just keeps falling back. And
5: I'll, three steps forward, two more back. Yeah, I don't think those things ever, you, you can... You're always I mean DC says it all the time, you are who you are. Yeah. But you can pick those things and try to cherry pick them out and work on it. And that's, that's exactly what you doing. You have to be I'm perfectly doing. imperfect. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah.
6: How are you fixing like what is the, you see yourself falling and how are you fixing them? Like
7: like with my parents, it's like, okay, I wanted to join the Cub Scouts, okay, but we really didn't have enough money. My parents worked all the time for you know, so I didn't they didn't have time to take me to the meeting because they were too busy
5: playing that trip to Disneyland.
7: Exactly. Right. Stupid stuff like that. So with my kids, they're like, uh my boy's like, I want to do baseball, I want to do wrestling I'm, go for it do it have fun i'll be right there to support you the so whole that's way. you being different exactly breaking the mold yeah. exactly so that's how do you how feel
6: I like do. you're doing the? you're falling in the same as your parents
7: because there's times that i'm like nah i'm good but then i look back and i'm like my stupid parents did that exact same thing so i'm not gonna do that you know it's been much more fun on a saturday morning to sit back and play video games and drink some coffee smoke some weed or whatever than to have to go to some karate <laughs> practice that takes two hours right just because you know I, that's what I would rather do, but instead I pull back and I'm like, "All right,
6: you watch is, your kid. I'll suck watch, at
8: karate. I, I, I actually, no, this he's kid's really, really good. badass. He's really. Oh badass. yeah,
6: you're right. He's got yeah. belts or something. Yeah.
8: yeah. Well, be it what like, it like, doesn't matter the activity. You would rather stay home and right, be stoner gimpy than right. But I don't want to do that, Paul Michael.
7: I don't want to do that. So I will. I will go and, and suck it up and deal with it and, and just go and support my kids. Yeah, that's
5: good. Thanks. Well, let's talk about something else.
8: Okay. Yeah, right. Let's change who
5: had
7: something.
8: Uh, so what should I do on my date, you guys? That's Negative. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. on you, brother. Oh, I mean, yeah. like, I, no, listen, no, no, no no, 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 no. Seriously. I have set
5: all this up. We, The three yeah. of us have set all this up. We have the ones that are doing the legwork for it. I'm not going to also plan your date. I'm I might gonna, as well go on the date at that point. Okay. And well, if I do, then she's putting
7: out.
6: Can we just, I just want to say, you know how lucky you are, Cornflake? There's so many guys that would trade penises with you in a second to have... Mm-hmm. Three girls call in and be like, I want to date you. Like, you know, attractive girls. Like, we fished them for you. We did all this. There's like so many guys in Tulsa would click their heels to trade places with you. You got to take a second and be really grateful for how lucky you are. (laughs)
8: Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Done. Okay. Uh, Great. Next.
5: I'm just saying you that should plan, plan it, because if we set it all up, then then it's not you. Okay. Yeah. And you need to be, you know what I mean? It needs to be you.
8: Okay, well, I still, uh, me, you know how uh, reserved, and I spend a lot of time in my cave, and I don't get out a whole lot. Like, I've been to very limited restaurants downtown, and like I, I was planning on going downtown and spending it downtown, but I don't really know of a whole lot of places. I've been to, like... Uh, what was it, Kaz's Chow House? And I've been to pretty much every bar, but that's all just booze. You know, I'm looking for restaurant ideas or something. Why does
7: it have to be some fancy schmancy restaurant yeah. downtown? How come we can't take her to the Golden Corral?
5: I think because new, yeah, because ugh. Well, I'm just saying something I, that's comfortable for him. I would say pick a place that you love because it's a good. That's a good <laughs> starter for yeah. the conversation. Okay. <laughs> when you sit down and be like, "I love this restaurant. They have all these great things." Da 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 da. My dad and I go here for. La-. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Use that as a launching point. Don't don't pick a place. You, listen, don't impress. You're not going to impress her with whatever restaurant you go to. And if you are, that is not your type of girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. right? I, so I agree. Yeah, yeah. Pick a restaurant you already love. So you have something to talk about. Mr. Self-admitted. I'm not good at those conversations. Mm-hmm. So you find things to put in the date that make it easy for you to talk.
8: OK. I mean, that's. Oh, man. All right. If it's Burger King, it's Burger King.
5: Yeah. Right. That's, that's funny. If you do Burger King every time, that's not funny. That's yeah. lame.
8: That's lazy. Yeah. 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 In a
4: way.
5: And and on top of that, I think I remember saying, we're giving you the tray to go eat somewhere. Uh, yeah. It, it,
8: it had been mentioned. I didn't know it was yes. Know, solidified.
5: Yes. So we're literally doing yeah. everything. Like
7: we should just totally uh, just hold his hand, show up on the date and hold his hand all the way through. Right? right. And, and introduce the two and, and then feed him lines on what to say. Just do it for him. I mean, get an, an earpiece for him in his yeah, ear. This is going to be yeah. the
6: easiest lay ever. Like we're doing all the work for you to get the benefits pretty much. And he probably still won't get
7: laid. <laughs> 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 oh, we could do the over and under. Ooh, fun. The over and under of what chances of him getting laid we're them? not telling him. We can't do it in oh, front okay. of him. He can't. Yeah. Know. yeah.
5: Because it's like it's like um, gamble, you know, show, doing the gambling for the guy that's got to score the winning basket. Yeah, yeah. Right? You can't do that. It's, it could taint the, uh,
6: so the result. We'll, so <laughs> we're going to secretly bet on yes. if, if we think he will yes. or we think he won't?
5: Yes. Yeah. Well, what level? How far it'll go?
4: Oh, okay. I don't so, think any of
5: us think he's going to get laid. I think anybody getting laid on the first date in this type of setup is pretty unrealistic. I don't Who's know, really man. Not? He's got the radio card
4: going yeah.
6: for
8: him. Because so. that's worked great for me so far. Well, yeah, you yeah just, but you don't you, throw it. You've never played yeah. it. You don't really throw P.S. it. P.S. I really don't the yeah. reason the girls the,
6: are calling is because you're on the radio. You yeah, think,
8: they're not calling
5: for no Johnny Watkins. P.S., <laughs> the last girl you dated was because of the radio. Right, that P. is P. true. So, yes, it welcomes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my, I, I have my wife because of radio, so I'll, I will not hide from it. Sam's got her boyfriend because of radio. Right? Yeah, so, that's right. Wow, I'm the only one that doesn't, huh? Yeah, but you had yours before. You that came into true. the situation with... Yeah, I came into the same situation with too, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> things changed over the years. Hey, it happens to the best of us.
2: <laughs> oh my God. I don't know what to tell you.
7: Hey, man, flavor oh profiles change. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, yeah. One no. day you like vanilla, the next year into you know
5: German chocolate. Clearly, right. I made the right decision. This is a way better arrangement well, for me.
6: Totally, totally.
5: Yeah, she's way better and hotter. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and I have a daughter, which is
7: also awesome. I mean you had to pay for it, but I mean Hey, we all do. It is what it is. We all have to pay for our child. Yeah. Right. Some pay tens of thousands of dollars, some pay six fifty for a twelve pack and you're done. Forget <laughs> right. it. Right, right.
6: <laughs> is that how you got all your kids? Yeah. A twelve pack? Yeah.
2: <laughs> they
5: were well, all they were all
2: accidents, yeah, right?
7: Yeah, yeah. None of them were planned at all whatsoever. Uh yeah. None of them were planned at all. First time you found out you were a dad, how old were you? I was twenty two. And how did you find... out? Oh, was she a
5: girlfriend at the time?
7: Yeah, yeah. Not like... We'd only been together for for maybe a couple of months, and I didn't really know how crazy this broad was until sure. it was too sure, late. Sure, because that's what
5: happens when you don't know somebody. Uh-huh. Right. Bam. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs>
7: uh-huh. So, uh... <laughs> So yeah, she said she said some little key phrase there while we were banging, and I'm like, right, whatever. Right, I love you too. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, it, anyhow, um, so, so so she, you don't see her in what? Phone rings, and she's like, hey, you're you're, you're a daddy. I'm at work. I'm okay.
7: at work. No, no. I just got off of work and went over to my buddy's house to get high, and she comes over to my buddy's house, and it was her birthday, and I was like, ah, oh, happy birthday. Here's a new pipe for you. All right. <laughs> all and right, And she said, right. uh, I'm pregnant, and I said, well, <laughs> that was a pretty crappy gift, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's when she told me that she was, she was knocked up, and then it just all went downhill from there. Was there ever a discussion of abortion? No. No, no. Never really thought about it, you know, and, and I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying that I don't believe in abortion, it's just, I don't have money for that, that stuff's expensive.
5: So that's the oldest,
6: well, that's... Huh, 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 huh? You don't have money for an abortion, but you have money for a kid?
5: Well, kids
8: layaway. It's, yeah. It's payment plans. Yeah. Kids yeah. payment
5: plan.
7: Abortions, here's $500 up front. Uh, kids, like, I've got 18 years to make it like work.
6: scholarship for abortion? Like, I don't <laughs> think it's not a reason someone doesn't have an abortion. is because they don't have the $500 to get one.
5: Yeah. No, that's... There's I think a that's lot a of people that are like it. That's a g- legitimate claim.
4: What?
6: What
5: do you do if you don't... I mean, what do you do if you don't have the money, Sam?
6: Uh,
4: if you wanted
5: to get an abortion, all joking aside with abortions and stuff, yeah. if you wanted to get an abortion and didn't have the money, what would you do?
6: I would ask a lot of people i would save i would get a job and you know as quickly as i can i would hook for five hundred dollars to go get an abortion
5: no you wouldn't no mm-hmm. you wouldn't. i'm saying i, I would do would
6: anything hook. to get that five hundred dollars even getting having a, a kid if getting a job would take
5: so long to get five hundred dollars it'd be past the time you could get an abortion. yeah you might as well just have the kid at that point
6: oh i feel like i feel like in three would you ask your dad weeks, yes absolutely really
7: that would yes. be a hard conversation. Actually, Ugh.
6: my dad told me when I was in high school that if I ever got pregnant that uh, he is buying I'm I don't have a choice. I will get an abortion and I would get taken out of school.
5: Oh my god.
8: Wow. So you're getting an abortion and no education. That sounds horrible. Did <laughs> you're going to get an abortion you? if I yes, got to do it, it myself. Me,
6: and I was very careful about not ever getting pregnant, I guess. Like I My dad definitely put the fear of God in me. Like, I was terrified after that. Like, just, I was was afraid of disappointing him and everything. Like, I'm glad he told me that. It was, um, not that I would have been less careless about getting pregnant, but, like, I knew what the rules were kind of thing.
2: Hmm.
8: That sounds like... You get knocked up, and you're going to live in the basements, chained to the radiator, <laughs> right, type of thing. to a cinder block. <laughs> yes. yes,
6: I feel like uh, if it had happened, like that's not my dad would not have made that happen. I feel like that was a threat to get me to, you know, yeah. scare me into doing the right thing. I tough guess tough love sort of thing. Yeah, because I feel like I don't, I could never see my dad actually doing that. But
5: or you know, it'd be one of those where he raises it as his own, and now it's your sister. So Ooh, how many sisters that do you does have?
2: Happen.
6: Ooh. <laughs>
5: No, no, no. They're my age. They're closer to my age. Yeah, they're they're closer to my age. I wasn't six. I didn't give
2: birth at four.
5: I I wasn't six when that happened. (laughs) That's crazy, man. Like Being 22, um, you have had a completely different experience of your 20s to 30s than I
7: had. Yeah, I had to grow up real fast because my second child came two years after that. Wow God. so I
5: mean Sam you would have had a 5 year old and a and a 2 year old 3 year old at 27
6: There's no I like that's mind blowing to me. At 22, that's when I got married the first time, and I feel like that was so long ago now. Like I can't even imagine having a kid. There's oh, yeah. no way I'm I'm not I'm not ready now. There's no way I was ready then. Like that's crazy. When
7: you get thrown into that situation, you have no choice but to go ahead and do it. Now I could have been uh, that guy. That's like I ah, see you going out for a pack of cigarettes and a carton of milk <laughs> and never come back. I could have been that guy, but this all goes back to like your first dad exactly. I'm not going to be that. Right. I'm not going to be that guy. So I stuck around through a horrible relationship. God damn. This is becoming the sob gimpy hour. I stuck around through. It's always
5: the sob gimpy hour. Right.
7: (laughs) Uh, I stuck through horrible relationship, very abusive relationship because I didn't want to leave my kids. Okay, I feel like you should be That was a responsibility. Exactly. Yeah. And then I finally got tired of of getting beaten and beaten down mentally and, and physically. And, and I said, deuces, have a oh nice day. Oh, my God.
6: Day. Don't throw yourself in the tornado tonight. Just saying.
7: <laughs> okay. <laughs> but either which way, yeah, I had a totally different uh, yeah. 20s experience than you, than Cornflake, yeah. than than Sam here. And it, that's just, that's life.
5: That's yeah. how right. it is. That's what I love about people. And that's mm-hmm. what I love about doing the show is everybody's just got such a unique perspective and experience that to me is I just find it so enthralling like I feed off of it I
6: kind of feel bad like I feel like my 20s have been like the best time of my life I kind of wait to your 30s I feel like like I feel a little bit bad for you that like you didn't get to experience it the same way I I guess
7: I did I that's when I started DJing in the swingers clubs at uh, 20 Four is when I started swing, uh, swinging <laughs> DJing in the <laughs> swingers know. club. Uh, so so that gave me what I feel like my twenties experience, like you guys would probably had going out partying. I, gotta, I mean, and...
5: I, I don't equate it to like a sex or chaos mm-hmm. scenario, but I, have, for me, the best years of my life were my thirties, right? Yeah, mostly my late thirties were the best years of my life, whether it be from this career to you know working on with the show and Biggie to meeting my wife, like the challenges that I faced during that time, like easily the best part of my whole life. Yeah. And, and now I feel like with my daughter, now I'm really experiencing the best yeah, part of my, yeah. and of it's, my whole life. It just keeps getting better and better. Yeah. Me. Yeah. I can't even wait for all those weird conversations and for embarrassment. Steps and when you got to drop yeah. her off at like, she's getting a tooth garden. and I'm like, this is
6: awesome. Yeah.
7: At the same time, it's misery because they won't shut the hell up. They keep on crying. I'm like,
5: we're totally lucky, man. Yeah, we are totally lucky. She is not a big complainer. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You lucked out on that. Very much. Like so much. We're afraid to have another kid. Really? You're like,
2: we got it so good right now. Let's not ruin it. We're going to get it. It's going to be
7: delivered. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Because there's a lot of bastard kids out there that aren't like that.
5: Yeah. We feel extremely lucky that she doesn't cry ever. It's been
6: such a deep podcast, like <laughs> such a trend, like just the opposite from last week.
5: You know why? You why? know why? Because there's no pressure to fi- get done by commercials. There's no pressure to read texts. There's no pressure to read uh, liners and stuff like that. We don't have our headphones on. Yeah, We're headphones. in a completely different environment. <laughs> yeah. So everybody feels less, I don't know, on having to be on.
6: We're seeing the real emotional Gimpy. Hey, now. The good
2: man to the my real right. pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the little
5: bitch cried about his life. The little
2: lies. bitch. <laughs> you just
5: did a little bitch
2: uh, right now. God
5: damn it. See, and this is <laughs> why I don't ever say nothing. No. <laughs> we'll see We'll see if next week, if we can do this again without it becoming some psychological or emotional conversation. Uh, psychological, I think, is out. We're going to have to I call it the, it the emo
6: podcast. <laughs> but here's the thing. <laughs>
5: Like, you, you clearly hate it, right? You hate looking that way. Yeah. Why? Because that's who you are. That's made you who you are. That's made hashtag Gimpin' Ain't Easy. You are absolutely right.
2: Uh, you know I hate it, it. But, yeah, yeah.
5: but that's it's who made you who you
7: are. It, it used to bother me a lot. Because you always want to be that cool guy. Nobody likes to be that person in front of their friends or family or whatever. They don't want to look bad. Um, I've gotten used to it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, But uh, but at the same time, it's still a little bit there. Everybody. Nobody wants to look bad in front of their friends and
5: Listen, everybody wants to hang out with Stifler, but nobody wants to be around Stifler that long. I guess you're right. You know what I mean? So if you're going to be the cool guy, that's fine. But know that... it. People aren't going to be around you because you're cool. People are going to be around you because you're honest and fun and you're just out to have a good time. People want to be around me because I'm awesome. And gimpanied. No. <sighs> uh, there we you,
6: go. You were really close to like making it click and then it was like, no. <laughs>
5: it so just doesn't curious. matter. I mean, I, people love me, hate me. It doesn't matter because I know who I am. Mm-hmm. I know the trials and tribulations I've gone through and I'm okay. As Chris Kyle says, I'm, I'm prepared to answer for anything that I've ever done. I don't need to be cool for anybody. I'm prepared to stand in front of my maker and answer for every mistake I've ever made and not regret it.
7: That's That's a good way to look at it. Man, I'm getting there slowly but surely. Yeah, you can't
6: you can't negate a Chris Kyle quote. No, the no, no, there's I no way to dog stupid. on it. <laughs> boom,
2: mic dropped. <he> <laughs> I
5: think that's uh, the perfect way to end it. So, you guys have a great week. And uh, we, if you notice, we're not talking about this on the air. It's just for podcast listeners. Uh, I noticed somebody put a comment on Facebook. That's fine if you want to boast about it. I'm not going to tell you what you can or can't post. But we are really trying to make this just for podcast listeners. like
4: A present? Yeah, just you guys for don't you. get very
5: much. Uh, you can't participate in games or all that other stuff. So, we're trying to give something just. To you guys uh, for being such a loyal podcast listener so uh thanks guys we never say thanks to our podcast listeners enough we know you can't come to patio parties and toast beers with us and all that so just a little something extra and we do it on tuesdays because it's two for tuesday on kmod so it's a little extra for you. you guys have a great rest of your day bye,
1: bye.